Hey everybody, welcome to the Irrelevant Podcast. We are on episode 9 now. I didn't, I honestly didn't think it was going to get this far, but we're here. Um, we here, baby. Yes, sir. Um, so anyways, I think we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, so it's going to be just like last episode. I recommended an album to Jason, and Jason recommended one to me. Jason, do you want to talk about um, your recommendation or mine first? Uh, last time we talked about mine first, um, so we can go over yours first this time. Okay, so um, <laughs> my recommendation was Parachutes by Coldplay. It's their first album. It came out in, I believe, 2000? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Um, so, do you want to go first? Because I'm very yeah, interested so... to hear what you have to say about it. <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> so... To preface, I fucking hate Coldplay. However, I don't think I've ever listened to their earlier albums at all. I've only really dived down into the stuff that's been on the radio, pretty much. So I don't think I've ever given them a proper listen. And um, I have to say, listening to this album, it's not what I was expecting. It they, I didn't realize, well, I guess I could have guessed it, but they were more post-rock back then. Like, they weren't as... Um, I guess commercially driven as they are now, but right. I think my favorite track off of this album was Spies. Oh yes, um, yeah. yeah. Like that's just like yeah. So for the rest of the album, I don't think I would listen to any of the songs again, even though I thought I liked the album. But Spies is one of the ones that's probably going to be in my playlist. I really like that song. Okay, okay. Um, because I think it's kind of the it's what the album was trying to go for, like mood-wise, theme-wise, and also sound-wise, but I feel like in areas it kind of fell flat, and this is the song where everything came together, the vocals, the cool guitar delay and melodies in the background, and my biggest problem with this band, I think, is with the lead singer. I don't like that very kind of like low, yeah, yeah, I don't like that low, mellow, whiny kind of sound that he has and some of the high-pitched stuff, but... Yeah, well, the thing, I don't think... For this album and for the next two, it doesn't really bother me as much as it does with their later stuff. I can yeah. see what you're saying, but I mean, this is coming from someone who does really like this album um, and has like a soft spot for yeah. Coldplay. Because I, I used to love them when I was like a little kid. Yeah, what got you into them? My dad and my brother. Okay, so they just kind of showed you. Did they show you this album or did they just show you a couple songs and you check them out and no. then you like this album the best? Why did you choose it? Well, um,. Well, so to answer the first question, how did I get into it? It's just because a lot of the music I ended up listening to when I was younger was just the music that my dad listened to. So right. I listened to a lot of classical music because my dad would just put that on in the morning. But also, he, my dad was a big Coldplay fan, and he he is really into that kind of alt soft rock kind of genre. Like he loves you too. Um, okay. And um, to an extent, the Beatles and stuff like that. Um. Like, he just really likes that, that one, and Rush also and The Police. You know, like, those kind of bands mm. are what my dad really likes in terms of rock. Um, right. So I just kind of listened to Coldplay based on, like, the songs I would hear him play and on the radio. Like, Viva La Vida is, like, the obvious one. Everyone knows that one. Um, yeah. But honestly, I got into this album when I was much older, like, you know, maybe, like, last year. Because I think it is... It is very good, and especially people might think that 
my positivity for this album is just coming in from comparing it to their newer stuff, which is a lot worse. Um, yeah. But this album really has a kind of like, it feels very like English soft rock, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I even the guitar parts and melodies that I mentioned earlier has a lot of post-rock elements. It's very spaced out reverb. It's melodic. Yes. And yeah. that's... Um, so like that's what I'm saying with Spies is that I love the the little tremolo guitar parts in the background, the little slide melodies, and then I love the way he structures his melodies. I think one of my biggest criticisms for a lot of the songs that they have, even some of them have kind of catchy choruses, it feels like the entire song is on like a different verse vocally than the rest of the bands. So like sometimes I feel like it doesn't it like it fits over the music, but it just doesn't like serve the song the way it needs to because I feel like a lot of the guitar stuff is interesting and the vocals kind of just are not there to really add much character. That was kind of like like suck on the on the title or I'm sorry, on the first track, Don't Panic. I really like the instrumentation from it and I felt like the vocals really just kind of stole the mood away from the music. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because um, Don't Panic, it, I do like that one, but not as much as the other ones like Spies. I love Trouble. I think yeah. Trouble is fantastic. Um, um, so Trouble, I actually, I remember uh, this one from the radio. Yeah. It's not something that I usually like, but I do like the piano melody and I think this is probably my, my favorite chorus of the album. But again, I think the verses kind of fall flat because he does the same kind of high-pitched monotone sort of whine and it doesn't like, it sounds good objectively like it doesn't sound off and it fits with the music it just doesn't really add anything to me i think that's my biggest problem with them well for me um you're, you're talking about his kind of vocal style his vocal style yeah. yeah i feel like it's it's very it's weird because there's a lot of genres that are in post-rock that i love this kind of you know soft melodic vocals and they're not really there to change the course of the song they're kind of used as an instrument to really just you know help fill in the space right. Um, but with him, for some reason, it just his vocals don't grab me, and the lyrics don't really grab me either. But that one is the one I remember, and I like that one. Um, going back to Shiver, that's another nice post rock yeah, melody, that's, and that's I like. Very, yeah, like you said, post rock. Yeah, so that's very English. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like I like the faster tempo, and the vocals are nice over this one. Um, yeah, but like another thing you were saying about the instrumentation, I love the twanginess of this album it's really twangy and it has a lot of yeah. like kind of i wouldn't say exotic but it's almost just kind of like dreamy like this album really it's very good for putting you to sleep honestly yeah and, and that's why i was surprised when i was listening to this album because i wasn't expecting the instruments to have that dreamy sort of thing and it kind of kept that mood the whole entire album like i said i like the album surprisingly and i really like that song spies i just think my main problem is their vocalist i can see what you're that's saying that's really my only issue with him because i think they're a talented band and i think i don't know anything about the band so i don't know if he was the driving force behind changing the music to be more commercial than what it is now it could have been i don't know because all the members are the same people it's not like someone left or someone this okay so it's all the original lineup oh, yeah it's all the same people okay maybe the producer yeah. might have been different i don't know where their manager or something happened i don't know um, yeah, but when you were talking about the vocals to me, it kind of, and like, obviously I know I, I don't want to just stick on the positive, but, um, the way obviously like the songs are structured and the way that the instruments sound and even not in all situations. Cause, um, like I don't particularly like Chris Martin's voice on dope panic. Um, but, um, other than that, on a lot of the songs, it honestly, like, that's the thing about this album. It almost feels like it's just detached from reality. 
you know? <laughs> like they, Yeah, it's something I would put on if I was laying under the stars with somebody. Yeah, it's you know? very interesting, which is why, um, yeah. like, especially on um, tracks like another, Trouble, like we were talking about. Yeah. Which, honestly, I love his vocals at the end where he's like, They spun away for me. I think he has a really good voice and it actually suits his style in that track. Yeah, it's strange. Like I said, I think he does have a really good voice and I think it fits over the music that they play because it's kind of their staple sound because they don't do this dreamy post-rock thing for the rest of their albums, I'm assuming. Um, this, the it next, kind of gets more... Well, the next two albums are very, are pretty similar. Okay, so they're similar to this one. Yeah, no, it was the you know the album. I don't know how much you know their albums, but um, so they have this one. Next, like I said, yeah. and then in two thousand two, they released a Rush of Blood to the Head, which I think is a pretty good album too, which you might like, and I might recommend it in the future. But not not for the next one because I wanted there to be variety. Um, their next one, their third yeah. one, X and Y, I don't think is as good as their first two, but it's still worth listening to. Um, and then their fourth one, I think it's not where it went downhill, but it's when it like it definitely changed. Because that's the album with Viva La Vida on it, and it's a lot more poppy, yeah. and it's just commercial, and it's just it's just not as enjoyable. Yeah, they fell into that trap of really not focusing on the tones and effects of the background instruments. Right. It's really more just a filler to just enhance the vocals, and that's a style that I can't stand that most bands take. Even just like recording, they throw away too much compression, or everything is so digital, and they just don't give a shit about the actual tone, and it's just about the hook of the song. Um, but that's why I like this album a lot for that. So on the uh, high speed, I love the, they do a lot of like really cool delayed guitar effects right. in the background and they do this thing called oscillation, which is kind of like, um, it sounds like it's a record skipping, but it's a little bit more high pitched. It's like when you take a delay pedal and you turn up the repeats of the delay really high and it like kind of has that pulse and like, kind of sound. I was wondering what that was. I didn't know what that was. And yeah. I, I didn't know if you were going to know, cause that's why I yeah. love that track. And I love that, that drum beat in the background. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a very nice kind of just moody chill out track. Yeah, precisely. And that's to, what that is. Like I said, it's it's called oscillation. So it's when a note repeats itself over and over again, it feeds back into the loop. And then the it ground. just kind of it's cool. it starts getting really grainy and louder and it just keeps repeating and you can kind of create cool soundscapes with it. So it's kind of a that's what I'm saying. It's a stylistic thing that you can do with your guitar that, you know, most bands don't do now. Right. And I liked, um, like I said, the slides were cool. And, but for the vocals on that one, again, the song just sounded like one big verse, and that's kind of where it took me out. But for that I one, I just kind of focused with the guitars. Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess um, that would be a complaint. But honestly, I think the biggest complaint I have with myself with the album is just the song Yellow. It's so out of place. Oh, It is so... Dude, I mean, so, it's not a bad song. I think it's it's fine, but I would have so much preferred if they just released it on an EP or as like a single. It does not belong so, in this album at all. And like the position yeah, of it, and, from Sparks to Trouble, would have been fantastic but the sparks to yellow it just it doesn't make any sense like it, it completely disrupts the flow of the album i just i really wish they would have left it out yeah so i'm glad you said that because yellow is probably my least favorite on this album because well, this definitely. is the one that reminds I mean, me though because it's it's their most commercially yeah. successful go figure because all of the songs i love exactly. by Coldplay are the ones that like no one's ever even heard of like all every other song on this um album honestly yeah. like my my three favorites are spies high speed and trouble i would say yeah and yeah that's that's kind of my same sort of thought on that as well it's it just reminds me of the like it just reminds me of modern coldplay it's just cold calculated it's fucking repetitive and, and then again it's just it everything... is a lot better than a lot of the shit they put out now 
Um, yeah, but this is like but the direction yeah, that they definitely go know, in. Because they, they saw it just it sounds like a stock cell, image song. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah no. and it's a shame. Um, but um, yeah, it just it sounds like a stock image song. It just seems mass produced. I just I'm not a fan. And again, it's um, better than a next, lot of shit that isn't like designed for that kind of stuff. But like I can I can yeah, still it's see, just what it reminds right, me of. I can still see the artistic integrity within it, but um, yeah. yeah, like the stuff that it. L- l- later became to be was you know <laughs> yeah and that's and that's another thing i was going to touch on too is they're one of those bands where you really have to i mean obviously if you're a super fan you can listen anytime but they're one of those bands you have to be in the right mood to listen to so i think stylistically them keeping that consistent i think is pretty integrity like they didn't they i mean obviously they switched up their sound and i think they got lazier with the instrumentation but it still has the same overall feel I'm assuming throughout most of their albums, even their newer stuff, if it's more like, you know, just commercially well, not fucked. Not necessarily, because but... like their newer stuff, it's so unrecognizable. It's just like whatever. I, I couldn't distinguish it from anything other g- generic pop music that comes out other than just I know what Chris Martin's voice sounds like. Okay, I guess I haven't listened to I haven't listened to them in a minute. This this. This reintroduction to them is different from the newer stuff that I remember from them, and I don't know if I've heard their most recent recent stuff. So I guess I'm kind of out of touch with that. But um, overall, I I didn't expect to go into this to like this album. I mean, obviously I went in with an open mind. I wasn't just gonna hate it before I listened to it, but I wasn't expecting to really like anything from it. And I think yeah, spies. No, I was is, expect. I, yeah, I was, I like I was holding hope out that you would have liked it, but at the yeah. same time I was like, all right, Jason's probably not gonna like this. Like, what was I thinking? But no, I'm I'm very glad well, that you did like it. Because I think a lot of people don't really know about this album, and they just yeah. associate like Coldplay with the poppy modern stuff. But yeah. um, this stuff is—I think it's—it's it's very good stuff. It's not yeah. fantastic, but I think it's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, I yeah, said so I actually did like the album. I I think it's kind of the same sort of premise as the last one, but I like the last one a little bit more that you recommended. But I think with right. this one, like I said, it's just one of those ones where I would love to just sit under the stars or just you know kind of zone out to, or if I'm doing something else. Um, cause this also inspires me to pick up and mess with my pedals and create some cool, you know, psychedelic effects. Oh yeah. And yeah. Cause honestly, and that's, I yeah. think this album, it's kind of stoner, honestly. Yeah. Post rock is a very, like, it's, it's very psychedelic. It's very dreamy. It's very spacey. Like, this genre and multiplies into millions of different subgenres that kind of coincide. The whole premise is you're creating a very moody atmosphere with your vocals or with your instruments right, and that's the cool thing i liked about in that aspect yeah, yeah they do i think vocally this album kind of falls flat besides spies and we never change i love um the melodies under the acoustic line for that one and then the vocals that one really mixed nicely with the song they're actually intriguing and it reminded me of the times that i've listened to music while i reflected on life and okay. that's one of those things if i listen to a song and it makes me think of something else i really like that also i'm a sucker for when they do like the really slow uh string bends with a lot of reverb yeah. to kind of really just fill that space out um so i think this is probably my second favorite song in the album Which one? and i think this um, is all we never change uh, yeah that's a good one i i yeah. feel that the last I'm one sorry, go with your you, you can go ahead go oh, ahead i mean i was just gonna say i like because because that's the thing I, I know i throw the terms around of moody and atmospheric all the time but like i'm sorry that's my f- that's the stuff that like i love like if something just doesn't make me feel like anything i'm not gonna like it but like here like 
And when it comes to music, I like listening to. When I listen to music, I want to be like just transported into another world, you know, whether it be another place on this earth or whether it just be anywhere. It doesn't matter. I just I want to be just like that's I mean, not all the time, but in a lot of situations, I wanted to be I want to be detached from like my everyday life. And this this album succeeds in that regard, especially with tracks like High Speed and and Spies like Spies. I'm just I just feel like. I'm just like, <laughs> and I hate to say legs, but I'm just like ascending upward and like just, I'm I'm just I'm just yeah. flying in the sky almost. And that's kind of what makes me mad about him is because like like that's a like he didn't do too many very interesting little vocal runs and like when he ends the the melody that he like I can't do it because I can't sing I wish I could to <laughs> replicate it Bram. but like when he ends spies on whatever note that he runs on like in the rhythm that he does it like. He should have done more of that stuff as opposed to, like I said, making a lot of their songs just sound like one big verse that he's just droning on throughout the whole fucking album. So sometimes I feel like it's wasted potential, especially with like the really good music in the background for his vocals to fall flat like that. Like he he has the ability to do that. I wonder if it's a stylistic thing or he just chooses not to. It just doesn't really bother me as much, but I can see like where you're coming from because I just... I mean, it's a nitpicky thing, but I mean, I don't blame think... me if you have a complaint. It's just, if it yeah. bothers you, it bothers you. There's nothing I can do about it. It just doesn't really bother me because well, I think wasted potential bothers me. Like if they have really? the skill okay. to do something well, and they just yeah, choose not to, general, yeah. especially on this album. Like if they if he did this on like an album, they didn't really give a shit about the instruments. It's just you know chord changes to fill the mood for the song for the radio. Fine, but they actually put a lot of detail into the instruments on this song or on this album. And so the fact that he only did like you know one or maybe two or three songs with interesting vocal lines it's right. very strange to me um but on that note i'd like i said i think we never change uh spies and then trouble were my favorites um sparks is pretty the, good actually too. sparks is good too um the one thing parachutes that was fucking retarded yeah no like, that's, that was, that's like that what the yellow. fuck <laughs> Yeah, what is that doing there? I but I thought that was gonna be like an interlude or like some like weird sound or something. But they like they started like what could be a really cool song and they just fucking ended it at forty seven seconds. It's like what the fuck was that? So it, it could have been an awesome <laughs> thing to the next song, but like it didn't really go with high speed. Yeah. Um. And then the last one, everything's not lost. I just I for some reason like I just I don't know if it's because it was the last song that I listened to, but like I just could not keep my attention on it. Like it just didn't. Like, I'm trying to remember going back, thinking on it now, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it even sounded like. I listened to it earlier today yeah, so I could just refresh honestly, my memory, I and I still forgot I what it sounded like. I don't remember either. <laughs> yeah. It's just a very monotonous, drudging song. That's why I remembered. I was just, I was just when I listened to it, I was just waiting for it to end. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, going back to your point about the voice, the only track where it really bothers me is don't panic because i love the instrumentation yeah. I, I love like the like that kind of how do you what do you call that it's like the is it dmr or what is that where it kind of goes dmr in. yeah you know where the sound like kind of you can hear it like going louder and then it's going back and then it's, it's like almost like it's going from the left to the right oh it pans from the left almost, right almost yeah like what is that called yeah it's just like sound panning they're just moving um it's in stereo and they're just moving at mono to the left speaker or left head earpiece yeah, and then moving I it to the right. They're just panning track, the audio. Because I think it, it just, yeah. it brings me in, honestly. I think it's a very good opening track yeah. in that regard. Yeah, so you're, 
your feelings on that track is what I feel like for like um, some of the other songs on this album is I just feel like the vocals just don't do anything for the song. Right. Um, but yeah, overall, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did, and I'd listen to it again. Like I said, Spies is definitely going on my playlist. So I, Yeah, okay, I'm um, very happy about yeah. that, because I just, dude, yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't think you were going to like it. I was holding out some hope, but I'm really glad you liked it. Like, what would you, what would you rate it out of 10 if you had to do that? Oh, God, give me a rating system now. We, for, we forgot to do that last time. We can also... Um, before we go into your recommendation, we can give the two albums that we did previously a rating. Hey, we can do that. I'd say, honestly, so for me, since you know metal is the genre that I listen to, a lot of people don't really give too much importance to the vocals. I I would probably give this like I'll do like on a ranking system of song structure, instrumentation, yeah, the whole package, and like and vocals. Together. Yeah. So so for instrumentation, I give it a ten. Nice. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll give it a nine. Oh, well, still, I'll give it a nine. Nine is fantastic. Yeah. I so I love that genre. I love psychedelic. I love post rock. So that that really did it for me. So I'll give it a nine. Song structure. I think. I mean, it's you know they got that formula locked down. So it's good song structure. I'm not expecting you know weird time signatures or crazy parts in this genre. So I think song structure is a ten. Vocals. I'd probably would give it like a six point five because they sound good. Or I'll give it a seven. I think like, they sound it's, good. Yeah, okay, it's like above average, but they work. Not- yeah, they they sound good and they work, but I feel like he could have put more he could have put more work into the vocals okay. to really make something interesting sounding. Because after hearing Spies, he definitely has the ability to write something cool. He just I don't know, yeah. like I said, if he just doesn't think about it or chooses no, no. to do it stylistically, <laughs> but it's just irritating. Oh, to one me. question about your rating: This is something that not a lot of people talk about when they're like critiquing an album. What do you think, excluding Yellow and fucking Parachutes? How would you rate like the actual order of the songs? I think it was fluid. I but I also think you could honest because like it, all all the songs kind of had the same feel. There, besides like yellow, there really wasn't a switch up in terms of. Zipper's kind of different. Uh, than the other moods ones. a little bit, but I I think you can put them in a lot of different orders and it would kind of get the same effect. So I think it's it's definitely more fluid of an album than the last one that you recommended to me. I I'd say it has good album flow. Okay. Yeah, because I think that's a yeah. good thing. That's a really good thing about it. Like, I could listen to it all the way through, even if the songs I don't like, I think they still fit in context with the album. So, I think it's good album flow. Nice, yeah. Um, There was something else I was going to say. Wait. Oh, also, I really like the album cover of, like, the spinning globe. Yeah, and it's, like, orange yeah the spinning globe. It's, like, washed out. It looks really cool. I thought when I first looked at it, I didn't look at it too closely. I thought someone just took a picture of the moon or something. <laughs> just put a filter on it right <laughs> um but yeah i think it was a lot more solid than i was expecting so yeah. it was a good recommendation thanks yeah I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it for anyone who wants to listen to it it's parachutes by coldplay from 2000 <laughs> i can't believe i listened to a whole album i know <laughs> <laughs> fuck all right. All right. What do you think about warp riders yes by the sword so jason recommended to me the thing he just said well uh, this Warp Riders by the Sword. Um, I very much enjoyed this. Uh, Good. um, Yeah, I loved the intro to the first song, and I love that. um, How would you describe like just that that sound of like that kind of rock music or metal? Like, I mean, this is I would say um, this is kind of it. Almost reminds me of like thrash metal, like from the '80s, which is like one of the coolest fucking genres of music out there. In my opinion. 
it's a little thrashy, and I think more of what I was mentioning to you the other day, it's like if Black Sabbath did speed metal. Right, yeah, I could see that. Um, early Black Sabbath, because obviously they were pioneers of the genre, but just that early stonery kind of bluesy sound, the sword does that, and also like at faster tempos too. They have very right, right. bluesy riffs at, at high speeds, but um, I don't, I don't remember the order of the thing, so like just do it by track. I don't remember the name. Yeah, I'm trying order. to remember the. Well, okay. So another thing I was gonna say, I love music that just makes me feel like I'm fighting demons in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's very intense, yeah, it's like, but like not like in like an aggressive kind of, way. It's yeah. very. It gets your heart going. Yeah, and it's like motivational. You know, it's not like just. Yeah. Like I said, like a lot of death metal, I'm not a big fan of, just because it makes me feel nothing. I just feel like it has no soul, and it's just a lot of it's really repetitive. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I love. It's really fun too it it has those kind of vibes um of like just like a saturday garage like uh jam session you know yeah um yeah it's very garagey but in a very good way yeah and what all the other the other thing i noticed is like the intros they almost feel like i mean i know no one's singing but like this the actual melody playing on the guitar it just feels like <clears throat> sorry like like there's an actual voice singing even though there isn't one yeah they do the thing where um i don't know i i mean i think they do in some songs where like the vocalist the chorus the guitar mimics the chorus they have a lot of leads that are melodies to their verses so it sounds like you could put like that same vocal arrangement through the song which is cool um i i also really love their science fiction theme so basically i it's been a while since i've listened to it the lyrics and really pieced it together i know it's like a too much attention to the lyrics which i should but um I I think the coolest lyrics is the the Chronomancer series where it oh, follows the Those are like my favorite songs, dude. Yeah, those are my favorite songs. The so that's what I was going to ask you is what really you're fucking cool. I also Yeah, the Chronomancer 1 honestly might be like that might be my favorite song. Um it just It's the tastiest riff on the album yeah, for sure just, or the the riffs that are in there. It's just got that like, yep, I'm working in the shop today, baby. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. again, like, they're one of those bands, like, their lyrics interest me. So I love following the story of the lyrics on that yeah. one, even though there's not that many of it. Yeah. Like, I, because, like, for people listening, this sword has a lot of instrumental parts that are longer and, and they have very few vocal lines. Like, they do some chorus stuff, but a lot of their, a lot of their music is long intro, really hard having verses, kind of chorusy. And then sometimes, like, I love his ability to, his vocal arrangements are really cool. He doesn't have like the best sounding voice, but it really fucking works with the music. It's very strange. Like, especially live. He's like, like live. He's very off key on a lot of parts. So a lot of that studio, but I mean, he's also playing the fucking shit too. Like I give him a pass because he's playing all these difficult speed riffs while he's singing. So it it is (laughs) impressive because I can't do that. Yeah. So, He's not the best vocalist in terms of um, sound, but it really fucking works. It's strange. Okay. Um, it's kind of like the Nirvana thing because he wasn't really like, that good of a vocalist no, either, no. but it just worked with the music. Yeah, like in Smells Like Teen Spirit, stuff like that. Exactly. That's literally the only um, Nirvana song that I like. Seriously, like I don't really yeah. like much of their other stuff, but we'll save that for another yeah. time because we need yes. to talk about the, <laughs> the music at hand. Um, I also like, because I, I love twang like I mentioned on when I was talking about the parachutes, I loved the twangy intro on Arrows in the Dark, and then it like it leads into like the epic riff. Um, I thought that was really neat. Um, 
Lawless Lands might be my favorite track. That's a really fun one. I when I'm bored, I usually pick up the guitar and I play the the main yes, riff to that one. That, and the solo, the beginning solo is fun to play. Yeah, it is like, yeah, and like the but that's like the the solo with the fucking drum beat. It's so peppy. Like it's peppy as yeah, fuck. Dude. The marching beat. Yeah. Yeah. The marching yeah. band beat. But that's actually the best example of what I'm talking about. His ability to create melody and with his vocal structure from not being that good of a vocalist is insane. Like when he goes into the woo lawless lands we fly, like stuff like that. Like they, he does a really good job of adding so much space and ambience into the music with his vocals. Right. It's really cool the way he does it. Right. <laughs> um, I like that song a lot. Fornomancer 2 kicked ass. Dude, yeah, that that riff is fucking nasty. Yeah, all the riffs in that song, the gallop in the intro, then like the fast shreddy part, then just oh, it's just it's a fucking, it's like a song you run to. Yeah, I cannot wait to to get in the gym with this. There's gonna be some fun stuff to work out to. You'll want to fucking fight somebody in the gym oh, to that song, definitely. Or like hit 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 the punching <laughs> bag and stuff like that. You just take my weights, bro. Let's go. <laughs> you stole the last forty-five yeah. pound. But it's crazy, like all their music really hard, fast hitting metal, no screaming. He does, you know, well, softer vocals. And... Yeah, it's because like that's what I was saying. Yeah. Because he does that kind of uh, voice, it just it that's what made me. It reminded me of that '80s thrash metal, which I fucking love. Yeah. Um, but I, it's very in your face, but also softer. Yeah, and like I can see how a lot of people, I can see a lot of people criticizing this by saying it's like very derivative of other bands, like you said, like Black Sabbath or like '80s Metallica or Megadeth. But at the same time. That could be, for me, that would only be a complaint if I was listening to this and I was thinking like, oh, I'd rather just be listening to this Metallica song or I'd be listening to this Megadeth. But it's like, it doesn't make me think of that because I just want to be listening to yeah. this because I think it does offer enough by itself. Even though like, because obviously your knowledge of these kind of things, these musical things are, they're, you're more versed in it than I am. But because I'm really just kind of going off of like, oh, that sounded cool. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> and it's not very Well, that's the thing that's the thing when you listen to this genre is that like the amount of like effects and pedals and amps and also like guitar techniques that you need to learn to play like it really opens you up to playing other stuff just from listening to music like this. But to go to your point, yeah, it, it is very derivative of a lot of the thrash stuff and a lot it has a lot of the same tropes and like I said, the bluesiness of black it's inspired. I think that's a better term. Well, I think it just depends on how you do it. Like, I think they're the best example of being inspired from, you know, bands of that era, but also keeping it really original because they don't do the Greta Van Fleet thing where they just sound like a fucking virtual carbon copy of Led Zeppelin, you know? What's the band you said? Greta Van Fleet. They're basically like Led Zeppelin, but a watered down I version of them. I never listened to them. They're n I mean, I don't know if you'd like them or not. I don't like them at all. I, I just, mean, I, I it love just feels Led like Zeppelin. a. You might like them, but I just feel like they're just, yeah. it's just lazy and they're just a water. Like, um, you can tell they're really copying, especially like all the vocal things that he does. Yeah, but, anyways, okay. um, with the sword, though, I think they do a lot of original stuff that's in their style, but they also, um, like I said, they do a lot. Like, their earlier albums, this this one was more of the thrashiest album, I think. They get more bluesy and soft, well, not soft rock, more kind of just country. I'm saying the wrong country, words. They get more. Not country, I'm sorry. They get more bluesy and just kind of southern rockish. Like they did a cover so of like a um, Cheap Sunglasses. Kind of no, not like Pantera. Like they they did a cover of ZZ Top, the Cheap Sunglasses. Okay. That's kind of the direction they go in. Is like that southern rock, cool bluesy, nice riffs and well, stuff. Dude, ZZ Top, but they're old. Has some pretty cool songs. I've only listened to like a few of their I, songs. Yeah. I, I I'm down with ZZ Top. 
Yeah, I like ZZ Top too, and that's why I also like the Sword. And they're kind of in that sort of vein of the riffs being original like that and very catchy. But their old albums were very stonery. The production was a little bit rougher, and mm-hmm. his voice was a lot higher pitched. And it, it, I still enjoy them, but they weren't as polished as they are now. Okay. But the riffs were very stonery, and just the guitars were super thick. And I mean, they they still have that kind of feel now, but okay, it was a lot more raw in their earlier stuff. Well. But I enjoy them a lot. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to see what other stuff they have. But the, another thing I was going to say that I really liked is I just feel like you couldn't... Like, it's almost... I hate to say timeless, but, like, um, I guess it's timeless from, like, the... Um, in the sense that, like, it doesn't seem like it came out in 2010. Because yeah. it just seems like it's just kind of like... But, it, but at the same time, it doesn't feel... Because, you know, they had that super cringe... Not too long ago, just like the whole throwback to the 80s. The 80s were so cool. Let's make yeah. everything 80s themed. It's like, this doesn't feel like... With Stranger Things and shit? Yeah, well, uh, Stranger Things actually has some good stuff in it. Uh, well, I'm saying that like... spawned that kind of 80s revival. Oh, it was before that, though. But um, that... It might have been. I don't remember. Have you ever seen the movie Drive? Oh, With fuck. Ryan Gosling? Um... That kind of started that. Okay, I feel like I have, or I've just seen the cover. But it's a very good movie. Yeah, I mean, obviously, people are always looking at it to be nostalgic, but that's the cool thing about, like you said, with them, it's timeless. Like you listen to, it, they're like, "What year was this made?" Yeah, I know, because <laughs> like it sounds like the '80s thrash metal, but it doesn't seem like a, like it doesn't go into like the, oh, this is like, this is just a, it's oh, it's just we're throwing back to the '80s, we're paying homage to the '80s. Like you just yeah. it does just doesn't naturally. And you still enjoy the music because, like, it, it does sound like the 80s thrash metal, but at the same time, they, yeah. it doesn't necessarily, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I think the structure is really different. Like, the one thing that I don't like about 80s thrash metal is I feel like this, like, there's the transitions sometimes are a little bit weird in thrash metal, and it doesn't sound like some of the songs don't sound like one cohesive song, but with the sword, even like when they, because, like, their song can have mul- like their songs have multiple riffs that are different in the same song, but it all feels like one fluid song. Like the song sounds like a song, right. <laughs> but with also really cool parts in it, which is what thrash metal does. But a lot of times the transitions just don't make sense, even though they sound cool individually. So I think their structure is super fucking tight. Yeah, that's something I kind of um, have a complaint with on Ride the Lightning by Metallica, but at the same time, it doesn't yeah. inhibit my ability to enjoy the songs on that yeah. album. I think. And I was talking to you about this earlier. I think Megadeth is the worst contender for that with like transitions just totally taking the song in a different direction. It kind of loses the feel a little bit. Yeah. But they also have some really cool chant. Like, I don't want to, like, they have really fucking cool transitions, but on some of their songs, it's just a little bit drawn out. I can see what you're saying. Um, I haven't listened yeah. to them as much as I would like to. I still really like them. I just, but there's still a lot of them that I have yet to listen to, especially like their newer right. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I really more like them for their guitar stuff. Obviously, Dave Mustaine is a different animal, <laughs> but yeah. I, I like their stuff a lot. But um, on this album, what was your least favorite one? Um, honestly, I don't really know. I, cause that's it was very consistent. Um, okay, very solid. You know, I didn't really think about what my favorite, my, my least favorite, or, um, like, cause honestly, I thought they were all pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I don't really know. <laughs> Um, and I, well, let me. It's been a while since I've looked at it. Let me look at the the track list to see if I may, missed maybe anything. Maybe the second that, track, was really which cool. was um, Tres Brujas, is the name of it. That one is a, yeah. Maybe I, mean, that I, one? I I like yeah. that song, but yeah, I can see where you say it doesn't like. It's a different feel from the rest of the album, right? Because then like, the um, first one is consistent with like the third and the and then on, but the second one, I mean, yeah, like it's a good song on its own, but I didn't think it necessarily 
That's honestly just like a nitpick. Yeah. But I think if like yeah. that was probably like I'm not dying to go back and listen to that song. Even though all these other ones I think are are very good. I think the difference with that one is that one was kind of repetitive. It yeah. was very kind yeah. of cut copy. Yeah. Um I liked Arrows in the Dark. That's another good one that's to go a to the gym one. too. Yeah. Um I think uh the one that's a little bit underrated is the last track, the the Tears of Fire. I think that's my like that's like their moodiest one or the good. one that's a little Yes, because that was I was waiting for that kind of gravitas kind of thing and yeah. I got that on that uh song, which I was very happy. Which they about. do have. Um when I chose this I kind of I was trying to think of because like they have a lot of good albums and I was trying to think what was a good introductory one. And when I chose one, I was like, oh, this one has the best riffs for sure, I think, or like the coolest, catchiest sounding riffs. And when I was like looking back at the track list, I was like, they're like, that's, they don't really have any slow, because they do a lot of nice, moody, slow stuff too. Right. Um, but they don't, that was really the only closest thing on that album's last song, even though it still kind of has that upbeat sort of sound. But the vocals really kind of make it inquisitive, if that's the best way I can describe it. I guess so. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I I really liked it. Um, I'm definitely gonna gonna add this to like music that I listen to regularly, especially in the gym and stuff like that, or when I'm at work. Because um, like I said, it just very much reminds me of like just yeah, I'm wear I'm wearing a tank top, drinking a beer in the shop, just doing my work. <laughs> Yeah. yeah they're one of those bands like it's just they're just a good time like it's yeah, it's, it's like one of those things like i said it's it's, it's yeah it's, it's fun yes which like it's very fun um especially when i'm listening to the genre of music i want to have some fucking fun man you know like i want to feel like i'm yeah. fighting demons yeah. like yeah but it's not goofy it doesn't have like those like drinking beer american no, tropes like, like it's just can, it's it just does it like you can you can get it out of that in a way but it's not yeah a vital part of it you know, it's not just, yeah, it makes you feel that way, but it's not in the music. And that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's an album, like it's very seriously constructed, meaning like, like there's no goofy shit on the albums. Like it's very straightforward and like, it's, it's very fun and very serious, but also it's not pretentious. Like they don't, it's, um, it doesn't give you that prog sort of feel, yeah, even though the right, riffs are right. very fucking hard to play. Exactly. Um, and like I said, with like time. the, like I said, it's a fun time. That's why it makes me it reminds me of just like a Saturday garage band kind of like jam sesh, like with, with yeah. the boys on Saturday, you know, <laughs> it just definitely has. Yeah. That and that's why I, I like the duality of this one because the, our recommendations were polar opposites of each other, which I think is kind of fun. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Cause I, when you saw yeah. the name, when you said what you recommended to me, I had no idea what that was. Cause I'd never heard of the sword or I maybe had heard yeah. of them. I just didn't really know what they, like what they played they're not that big of a band but they have a fucking massive cult following i can see that yeah like i said a lot of it is gear a lot of gear nerds like that because they use a bunch of custom amps and a lot of people are looking at the tones and all that shit so that's kind of where people love them obviously you said a lot of uh, people their... go on and on about their gear <laughs> it's just a fucking thing in this genre i've been to shows where dude there have been this is more on the death metal and prog scene where right. it takes, you know, insane technical skill to play. And it's a lot on the gear and the sound of your instrument. It's times where I've been like at a show and there's been people standing with their fucking arms crossed. Like, Oh, I can't believe they use this amp on this tour. It's just like, Jesus Christ, Dude, just enjoy the yeah, music. It'll, the music will <laughs> still sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah. They're like judging the amps and the pedals that they use live. It's like, my God. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's really more of the prog genre. Okay. Or the death metal genre, but 
this one again it's just when you play guitar and you want to start making this kind of music it is very indicative obviously you have to have the creativity because some people just do not know how to play with pedals they just throw them on and think that it works with the music but you really have to play with it and sculpt the music around that pedal you can't just do a part and oh throw on a delay or something and it'll just fill the space like you really have to write with it so a lot of it is indicative of being creative and also the specific type of pedal to get that sound because you can you can craft different tones with a bunch of different pedals but it's harder to do that than to just get the one that they use because it's that tone you know you don't have to find it mm -hmm. okay yeah or sculpt it yourself so it's a very effect heavy genre which is really fun because that's you, how you create all that mood and atmosphere or what, what would you kind of categorize this genre wise because um, like it sounds like 80s thrash metal but at the same time it doesn't necessarily it, this is more of like faster stoner rock or stoner metal i would yeah, say because it's kind of like it, bluesy. in that guns and roses where it's like it's hard rock but then it's also like not necessarily metal but at the same time it's not really you know it's it's kind of that bridge you know i think some of their chugging riffs are hard rock but i don't think their song their songs don't give me like a hard rock feel um throughout like yeah, i said then, I, I hear yeah because when i listen to hard rock it doesn't make me think necessarily of like fighting demons in hell which is what this album makes me think of yeah i think it just what the the thing that is the same is it gives that sort of like you know american not patriotism but like i said just you know like going outside in ways it can give you, you that know, drinking a beer well, I'm just, I don't want to use it as an example because it's vague. I'm, I just, right, I'm trying right. to think of specific, like... But it's just that, like, again, American, I'd say stereotypical, but just like that, yeah, like drinking a beer or like you're working in the shop or you're working on your car in your garage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but, but they're not like, they're, it's like, the music isn't like that. It's just what it makes you feel like. You know, because it's not necessarily designed to do that. Because yeah. there's a different because thing of like someone like explaining to you what something is rather than just actually show it to you, you know? And then you just to make a very interesting comparison. I like that whole entire thing. I just said, I think the worst offender of it, just really playing off that trope to the point where it's super cringy is kid rock. <laughs> of like the American kind of. Yeah. That like, I don't give a fuck. I'm a rebel. I'll drink beer. I like that never... whole bullshit. Is that a genre? Kid rock. Or is that a band? No. Well, Kid Rock is a, it's a dude, but he has a band. Oh, okay, like a Machine Gun Kelly kind of thing. Yeah, and I think he did a song with Machine Gun Kelly. Like he does, like this I, awful, like country. I hate Machine yeah. Gun Kelly so much. Yeah, like he's he's cringy like MGK. Like he just he has like he raps on a lot of his songs, but it's like that country rap and it's like southern <laughs> rock, but it's also really cringy. Fuck, like wait, I love America shit. Do you know who NF is? Uh, he's like that sad boy rapper, right? Yes, that is literally yeah, dude. I've heard a couple wrong with like that kind of genre. You know what's crazy is like I I like sort of sad rap like that. Like I like some of the shitty SoundCloud like moody rap, but no, like but his stuff is even, just boring. I can't get into it. it. Yeah, because like it's it's just cringe. It's boring. Are you yeah. saying because it doesn't really cringe me like it's him like for him like it just i don't know just it really isn't anything special to what i'm hearing but i guess it is kind of cringy but it's not as bad as fucking kid rock and mgk like that's just awful yeah dude M mgk is everything wrong with america right now <laughs> dude i can't believe you switched genres like 
I can't another genre I can't stand is pop punk. I it's just what kind of stuff is not is even it, like what kind of bands like Blink One Eighty Two, oh. fucking Green Day. Like oh. it's just like really shitty. Oh my yeah, it's just <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Or is it like when I like that or not really? I think the repetitiveness and the commercial fucking um you know like his vocals sound like every other pop artist in that genre i think that's kind of the same thing with pop punk every band really sounds the fucking same it is my chemical romance and also a pop punk band. kind of i think they're a little bit more emo, they're also really but, bad and i don't like them that's yeah all like all the bands in that genre are just like what the fuck and it, like i said it's not even from not even liking how it sounds it's also a very heavy pedophilic genre like out of all the genres of music of you know their members being pedophiles i think pop punk takes the cake Wait, seriously because it's like a yeah because if you go to their shows they're all fangirling bands like these dudes in their 20s and 30s and even 40s now because they're older and like the majority of the audience is like teenage girls and shit That's true it's very weird i remember what band was i saw i don't want to say a name of a band because i'm about to say something fucking raunchy so there was a pop punk band that's kind of famous and I saw them in Baltimore because my friend's sister wanted to go and his mom didn't want her to go alone. So I kind of tagged along and the whole I like there's probably I mean, there's a lot of people my age there, too, and some older dudes, but the majority of it were like girls in high school. And like a lot of times the singers were encouraging them to like throw their bras up on stage or I don't remember if they outright said it, but like they definitely didn't stop the behavior. They were like laughing about it and like the singer collected all the bras on the mic stand and they were throwing like, you know, stick on dildos around in the audience. Like it was Wait, a very sexualized band, did you say fucking environment with like teenagers. I, I don't remember. I It's like two bands in my head, but I don't want to say either their names because I don't want to fucking put that out there and like with someone and thinking, oh, that was the band. I don't remember. Oh, right. Yeah. Because you don't want to. No, spread shit that you're not sure about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Especially with something like that. But it's just it's a very weird sexual atmosphere with people that are minors, and there's that's why there's a lot of like outed pedophiles in that genre. And it's just a fucking lazy genre. I don't like how it sounds. It's just pump sorry, pop, pop punk. <laughs> pump punk. I don't know. What, I don't know what the fuck. Listen to pump punk, bro. Pump so pop punk pop, pop. pop. Is that what you were referring Taking to? Taking too much Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah. Pop punk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, also, like, if you're older than, like you said, if you're not a teenage girl and you listen to that, like, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> it's pretty creepy because, yeah. like, it's one of those things where the people that peaked in high school are the ones that still listen to it. It's super angsty. It's like, I'm not going to do my homework. Fuck vegetables. Like, it's just, like, stuff like that. <laughs> it just sounds super fucking cringy. <laughs> yeah, it's just really, it's just stupid, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a very creepy atmosphere. Cause it's like it's it's sad because it like the music is upbeat and it's supposed to be fun. It gives you summertime vibes, you know, skating around. True, like true. it's it's a very it's a very teenagery fun thing, but like it the, just has like a creepy fucking atmosphere. Kind of shit. Yeah. Exactly, but like I said, when you have like thirty year olds like hypersexualizing the teenage fan base that they have, it's just fucking weird. Yeah. Especially with the people, like I said, that have been convicted. <laughs> yeah, they have a history of that, like you were saying. I mean, that's that's with every genre. There's metal guys. I've gotten in trouble for that, too. But it's not as prevalent. As, I think pop punk is probably the fucking worst for that. Right. Um, um, wait, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, wait. What about... You You said Old Lincoln Park is actually pretty good. I like some of Lincoln Park stuff. Again, I think they fell into the commercial trap of making their shit sound like every other pop song. But obviously, I, I think... 
I might be making this up because someone told this to me a long time ago and I just believed it, but I think they really got annoyed with their fan base because everybody wanted a reprodu- or um, another album like Hybrid Theory, and they're just like, we're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I don't know if it was from that album, but when I was hanging out in the store with you guys, this song was playing, and I was like, this is pretty good. What is this? And you go, it's Linkin Park. And I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> It's probably from Hybrid Theory. A lot of the really good um, heavier bangers were off of that album. Yeah, because like I would never have guessed that, that was Linkin Park. It yeah. was like they had a little more edge to them back then. Yeah, it and was like pretty I don't, good metal music. So, do they? Are they still like? Do they? After he died, are they still a thing? I don't know. Um, Cause let me see. Let me look this up. I know Mike Shinoda does some stuff. I think soloing, but. Who'd, I don't know if they still do anything under Linkin Park. Who from the band died? Uh, Chester Bennington, the vocalist. Okay. Which was kind of, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how they could continue because he's one of those people where it's like, you can't really replace his vocals, you know? Yeah, because it's, he had a pretty it's unique so style. iconic. Because, like, you know that that's yeah. Linkin Park. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not really, like, the biggest fan of them. Like, I like some of their songs, but I can't deny, like, you can't really replace his vocals. He's just that kind of guy. Yeah, no, and at least, like, they kind of, as much as you said, like, his commercial, they did, they still had an identity, you know, and they, you you can listen oh, to yeah. them and be like, oh, yeah, that's Linkin Park. But then again, like, I'm talking about the yeah, new stuff, not hybrid theory, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, they really fell into the new metal thing, but they, they just, they, you could tell it's Linkin Park. Like, there's a lot of new metal bands that sound like copies of one another, and everybody was doing that style back then, but they did it in a very, um... I'm not going to say the right word because I'm just thinking of this thought right now, but they they just did it in a different way. I think a lot of I mean, that's why they were fucking massive and that's why how they became so commercially successful. They just did it in a way that everybody loved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With, for lack of a better fucking yeah, thought. Also, I mean, the only songs I really know by them are like the ones that are in the Transformers movies. Like you got to yeah. you got to remember those, man. <laughs> I didn't mind that song. I know people have their thing They're about it. Fine. I think it was a good. It's, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. No, it's not. I terrible. think it works in the movie. Yeah, it does work in the yeah. movie. Um, like I said, he's one of those people that also is good with vocal structure. So even if like the instruments are boring in the background, he can create a a catchy um, hook or chorus. <laughs> yeah, like that. So. What I've done, <laughs> I face <Yeah>. myself. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I like the power of it. I like vocalists that give you their raw emotion and their power. Like I said, um, going back to the Coldplay thing, that's why I'm saying it. I don't think he gives his all on some of the tracks, and that's why yeah, with Linkin Park, even saying. if I don't like um Yeah, but the, a different styles. Like, I'm not expecting the guy from Coldplay to fucking belt one, but I'm saying, like, putting more... <laughs> like, Chester put a lot of detail into his vocals. Yeah, and you do have to give credit, like, like you said, where credit's due. Yeah. And that's why I think it's awesome with people like him because there's a lot of stuff that they do that I don't like the sound of, but he really, like I said, I can hear all the work and detail that he puts into his every vocal delivery that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, blast from the past. I haven't thought about Linkin Park in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, I did like the singer from The Sword. I thought his it wasn't too like like just screamy. Like he actually sang, and he had a very nice voice. He doesn't scream at all. No. I don't think there's any song. Um, yeah, like I said, because I don't even think he's capable. <laughs> no, but that's what I I, I did like, because um, it he he has a very nice voice. Um, and I am kind of blanking right now. I think it's interesting that, like I said, he just 
um, technique wise is not that strong of a vocalist. He, I don't know if he's worked with a vocal coach, but the, his voice, his voice got a lot better throughout the albums. He might've gotten some training because that was like the biggest complaint was the vocals were kind of strange, but even though they kind of sounded off key in parts, they, it still just worked with the music so well. His ability to deliver, um, vocals were just fucking phenomenal, even not being that great of a singer, which I think is really interesting. Okay. Um, do you think any of the Swords other albums are worth listening to if coming off of this? Yes, I think okay, so the the last two that they did were kind of eh. the last their last album was I don't think was good at all. It was just a complete Let me see. It just sounded it I just felt like it was a lot watered down than their old stuff. Um, but yeah, they have future, a lot of other albums. About? I'm looking at the albums right now. Yeah, that's I don't think that's a good album. Low Country? Um I, another that's that's like their acoustic version of high country high country was that was the album before use future and that's the where they kind of were going to that style shift so i kind of figured that was like i like that album but that's probably going to be the last album that i like from them because i can kind of hear the direction they're going in but another album that's really fucking solid that you might like is um apocryphon that's another solid album album cover so does what about gods of the earth is that any good so that's the one that, like I said, that's like their cult classics, like all their hardcore fans love that and Age of Winters. Like that's like their really stonery, fast, like um, cool. So I love those albums. I just think that Warp Riders is the most, I think it's like, it's like with Mastodon. I think it's the best representation of the band and their style. Like it just culminated there. Yeah. But I know if you like this album, you'll probably like Apocryphon too. Okay. So do you think I should the listen? The songs are really similar. Okay, do you think I should listen to Apocryphon next um, I don't know if you. I was going to ask you if you wanted to stray away from re- like recommending the same bands in the next one. I was just going to keep recommending different bands yeah, to listen to, to, so like yeah, you don't feel I'd like, like you to do that. I'd like to do. Well, I'm talking about more just like on my the not podcast. Time. Yeah, in your own. <laughs> yeah, in your own time, I would listen to that album. Like right. that's what I'm saying. I don't want to get into the pitfall of you not listening to music because you want to save it for here. So if like I mean if you want to do another band, we can do it. I'm just saying you don't. We don't have to do it that way. So like oh, yeah, you can definitely band. listen to their other albums. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll like that album next. Um, Gods of the Earth, that's like a little bit more of their raw. I can't remember if that or Age of Winters came first. Age of Winters but is like older. I said, that's their, that's the older? Okay. Yeah. So that one is their most raw, but Gods of the Earth, the production is a little bit strange in that one. The vocals are in a weird spot in the mix, but they have some really fucking just insane riffs on that. I love those two it's albums, cool but album I would go cover. with Apocryphon next. Yeah, all their album covers are cool. And their logo is cool too. I love their fucking logo. Let me see. It's very retro. Oh, like the just where it just says the sword. Oh yeah, yeah. their actual. That looks like some HP Lovecraft kind of thing. Yeah, I love when bands just don't like pay somebody to like give them a font or something. I love when they actually have like a specific design for their um, band logo. Yeah. Um. I actually love how talking about the bond. That's not the bond. The 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 band fonts um i love how tools logo has like changed based on the album yeah that's another cool one too yes because i love the the lateralis logo i think that one's really cool but then also i love the fear inoculum one just like the golden kind of plate look and as did you see the thing where if you fold that album in half it forms a syringe with the with the logo does it yeah. Let me see this. 
Yeah, if you Google uh, tool logo syringe for fear inoculum, if you, like I said, if you have the physical copy and you fold it in half, it looks like a syringe. And this came out before COVID. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so people are like conspiracy theory. They got their tinfoil hats out. Because uh, yeah, um, th that is, I did not realize that. Yeah. It also kind of looks like a dick. It's... Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, I like when bands do like that's like tools the best with doing the cool Easter eggs on their album art and their uh, visuals. Um, I'm trying to think of another band that has a really cool logo that I like. I think the Slipknot logo is pretty cool. Oh, the Ten Thousand Days. I know we're we're trying to talk about other bands, but that one's cool looking. I love all their, their yeah, like logos are cool. Obviously, Metallica's is pretty iconic. Metallica's is yes, iconic. And I think. I, sorry. I'm saying Mastodon's logo is really fucking cool too. Let me see that one again. The one off of um, they there has like they their logo, it's I think it's around the same font, but like the designs around the font change with each album. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I like theirs too. It's very classy. Yeah, and like obviously their cover arts are very interesting. Uh, they're my favorites, dude. The artists that they get for their cover arts is fucking. It's just massive. Uh, watercolor and digital mixed paintings and stuff. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, I love on Crack the Sky. It has that kind of Chinese looking stuff going on. Yeah. That's that's very cool. I think it's more Russian themed because the album is Russian themed. Really, I get Chinese vibes from the cover art. That is. Yeah, I think the robes. The robes kind of do look Chinese that he's wearing, but I think it's supposed to like resemble traditional yeah, Russian. Yeah, he looks kind of like a Chinese shit. warrior. With like his yeah. hair and like the beard and like all that stuff, but I I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. Cool cover art. Yeah, I love how like I was talking about Metallica. I love how their albums, well, most of them that is, the, like the logo is like the same. It just depends on like the font, like not the font, but like how it looks in the actual, the the coloring or like the um, you know, because it's in the same position and in the same font in all in all of the album covers that have it um and it's, yeah. that's why it's cool to see all their stuff like lined up you know yeah i mean they were consistent i think besides saint anger and, yeah, and <laughs> a couple Lord others they're pretty consistent didn't follow it either yeah but, um but oh, they, yeah, they yeah. went back with death Magnetic. About that one that would actually be an interesting recommendation because i haven't listened to that in a while death magnetic i think i'm gonna do a slipknot album next for you okay yeah i'll listen to anything doesn't matter <laughs> Um, um, like I said, I'm gonna pick one that's not as chaotic as their first couple albums. Yeah, because that's my only exposure I have to them. Like I was talking about, I think they're one of those bands too. It's like once you get past the the mass gimmick and you just start listening to the, I mean, they, they have a lot of fucked up lyrics, but also a lot of cool sounding stuff too. A lot, of, it's very poetic. Um, yeah, the fucked up lyrics I do know yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> i think in like in terms like i when i was younger i listened to rap i think that was the first genre of music that was a little bit edgy that i listened to so i eminem and insane clown posse were the first fucking people that i listened to like that and they had like the edgiest lyrics ever and i thought it was so cool back in the day because <laughs> nobody else was saying the shit that these two were saying on I would like obviously there are people that probably were, but on that level commercially, like these guys had record deals and they were saying all this fucking insane shit. And then when I got into metal, I was listening to Rage Against the Machine and Slipknot, and Rage's lyrics were more political, but they still kind of were hard hitting because they were controversial. Wait, like they're, politically. they're political in what direction? 
Um, so they were pretty much really anti-police in the 90s because of the whole L.A. riots thing. They were from Los Angeles. Okay. So they were kind of – they're more left-leaning. So they had a bunch of, like, anti-police lines kind of like with, like, NWA um, also in the 90s too. So, like, that whole kind of style of basically what the LAPD caused on the world. <laughs> um, so that's kind of war. But, like, he – he the leads the the lead singer was more um he was more into the systematic stuff so he was talking about forms of government and shit and he didn't just stop at police so a lot of that was people's complaints but slipknot there was just a lot of lyrics were just gross or just just, edgy to be edgy edgy. and like shock value stuff Yeah. yeah it wasn't really political at all but um but them icp and ramstein were the three bands that got blamed for columbine what is that you don't know Columbine? Uh, I don't believe. It's the those two guys in the '90s that shot up the Colorado school. That's like the most famous school shooting. Columbine. You've never heard of Actually, this? Actually, no. I think I, I yeah. think I have. I just might have. I might have heard the name. I just don't remember associating it with. Look up a. Look up a picture of those. Just like look up Columbine shooters. It's it's where like that stereotypical like trench coat and gloves and glasses and shit. That's where that came from. Let's see. Yeah, so those guys listened to a lot of that kind of metal, and they played Doom, and so that whole like video games making you violent oh, or listening to this music from. make you violent, oh. that's kind of where that comes from, was those two fuckheads. They were listening to what um, fans you were saying? So I, so I know specifically they listened to Ramstein, but I don't know what other bands that they listened to. I think Marilyn Manson also got loved into that. Yeah, so they listened to a couple bands, but the bands I know that got a lot of criticism for like they a lot of angry parents are basically blaming that on Slipknot and St. Clown Posse, Ramstein and Marilyn Manson. They those guys really got the most shit for it for some fucking reason. Um but also video games too, like violent video games was that so that's kinda where that trope started was from those two. What is your opinion on that? On like the video games and shit being too violent? So I think if you're a regular person you can fucking watch somebody get their head sawed off and be affected, but you're not going to want to go do it. I think if you're a little bit over the edge or if you have some sort of mental problem, then you are like that music and that kind of atmosphere will probably kind of influence you. But I also think it does like, if you're that on edge, like you're going to go and snap and kill people. I also think like having a shitty job will do that too. Like, I feel like if they didn't listen to that music, something else would cause them to do that later. So you're saying like, it's just like, it would happen anyways it's just a matter of what it is that's going to make him break exactly i don't right. think because like if you think about it like especially now like metal and rap is really they're they're both popular insane genres and i know the world has gone crazy with people that are you know shooting up shit but i feel like it's a lot more political it's like a lot of right-wing extremism a lot of like left-wing muslim extremism muslim. Um, <laughs> i don't know why i said it. i don't know why i said it that way there's just a lot of extremism politically from whoever the fuck, right? right? Yeah. So exactly. I don't think it has to do with like music and culture and video games because like so many people play them. Like there's a lot of people that watch horror movies that don't go out and kill people. There's a lot of people that play video games that don't do that. A lot of people listen to no, extreme music I'm sure, and don't do that. Like, like most serial killers seem like normal people. Yeah, they like, probably listen to like um, fucking classical music. And yeah, most serial killers were a lot older too. Yeah. Like they weren't of that generation. I mean, obviously, there's still serial killers now. It's just harder to get away with, I think. 
Right. But yeah. Yeah, because like. But no boomer. That's a serious. Like Ted Bundy wasn't listening to fucking Megadeth. You know. <laughs> Ted Bundy was probably listening to like whatever the fuck boomer shit was out. Or Black Sabbath. I don't. I I forget that. That's a little bit older. Like what? Well, I don't know if it was like seventies, no, eighties. Was that Ted? Is not gonna make you go and fucking shoot people. That's nonsense. Well, they were the first one to have really that, besides Kiss, having that really big shock value of just, like, really dark-sounding music and Ozzy's fucking biting heads off bats and shit, and he's a massive drug addict, I, so it's like they weren't... I have never listened to Kiss. I don't really know much about them. They're awful. They're, just, they're, they're like, stadium fucking... They're kind of... I kind of lump them with Kid Rock, except they're a little bit... They're not as... Their music isn't stupid. It's just cringy. It's just cheesy. Okay. And Gene Simmons is a fucking douchebag. He's just a very, like, he's just all about money, and he just thinks that everything worth a damn has to be, you know, commercially successful. He's just a fucking pretentious prick. Kurt Cobain, baby. Can't. S- there's there's very few musicians that I can't stand, and Gene Simmons is one of them. Especially because he plays bass, and it's fucking simple rock, so it's like he shouldn't <laughs> even be that pretentious. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm trying to Fuck. think of but, musicians um, that piss me off. Um, I mean, I guess some of them, like, it just, I don't feel like talking about it. <laughs> um, for, I want to go you know, there. yeah, for political reasons. Um, but, um, I don't get the whole, like, hating Kanye thing when it comes from the right or the left. I don't understand it. Like, he's just fucking, he's just, Kanye's just out of his mind. He's just bipolar. Yeah, he's just a weird <laughs> dude. I mean, I was just crazy. I like Kanye's old music. I thought it was good. Oh, and then very as nice. soon I like that album. Yeah. And as soon as he dates Kim Kardashian, he fucking goes insane and just starts saying crazy shit. Like I so Kanye's one of those dudes where it's like you can't really get mad at him politically because he just says insane shit. Like he just says stuff wildly out of left or right field and he just changes his mind. like you can't really take anything he says yeah. with severity. He's yeah, just, like the whole like he's thing just a fucking weird artist. Where he was like supporting Trump. Was that even like like no one knows, right? Like no one knows if he was being serious or not, right? I I mean I think he was serious, but I think that like I said, like he just has a lot of mania. Like he just I don't know if it's not being on the right meds or not taking meds at all, but like you can tell he's just losing his mind. Well, he did convert <laughs> to Christianity. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he had weird church services. He got fucking Marilyn Manson to come to his church service. They all dressed in, like, a weird white robes and shit. Seriously? It was very cult-like. Yeah, yeah. He got the Antichrist superstar to come to his service. It's pretty funny. Wait, I thought... Um, no, not Marilyn Manson. Which what's Who's the Manson that's, that's dead? Charles Manson. He's the guy who did all that shit with, like... Um, what's her name? Sharon Tate? Yes. Okay. Had her killed. And then, is that... And then Marilyn Manson is his daughter. No, Marilyn Manson is not related to Charles Manson at all. He's it's not his real name. It's his it's his stage name. Oh. Okay. Oh, so, so they're yeah. not related. He's just a No, they're not related at all. He's just a shock rocker. Okay. Um what was I saying? But um fuck, I lost my train of thought. <sighs> Going back to that whole sort of Jesus Christ, I lost my fucking train of thought. I had Why something. Were you gonna talk what the about? fuck? What were we just talking about? <laughs> Dude, you telling me, because there's a lot of shit we were talking about before we got on the podcast that I want to talk about now because we had some good shit going, dude. 
Like you were talking about your friend who who had awful shits from the spicy taquitos at Seven <laughs> Eleven. That's not even re- fucking. That's not even related to what I was. Does it I, God damn you! Now you, now you made me lose my train of thought even more. Will, so thank let's you. Just change the subject, dude. <laughs> oh, fine. All right. I guess we're fucking segueing into fucking spicy bites. So, um, I was drunk with some friends. I think this was a little bit after high school, and we went to Seven Eleven at two in the morning. And the taquitos that they have, <laughs> they're always rolling. It's on the glizzy roller. Yeah, getting glizzy. Late at night. And there's probably like two or three of them left. And my friend had one. And it was the spicy bite. It was like their, their hot taquito. Oh, yeah. And as soon as we get home, like he, like from two in the morning till probably 10, he just would not stop shitting himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had minor food poisoning. It just fucked up his system so bad. Uh, that's why you never eat the last of something at the end of the fucking, or I guess early in the morning or late yeah, at night, however you want to say it. Jesus. It's been sitting out all day in fucking lukewarm heat. Right. <laughs> or <laughs> no, uh, Just not a good look. N- not a good look, bro. <laughs> Getting spicy taquitos <laughs> with your friends after you're drunk at three in the morning. Not a good look, bro. Dude, I have fucking really stupid stories like that. I could go on forever, but most of them were just going out to do random shit because we're bored and then ending up in trouble. That's some, <laughs> yeah, you probably did a bunch of fuck shit. Dude, I was I was I was not tame. Well, I shouldn't say not tame. I never got I almost got arrested. Wait, seriously? How? Yeah. But my I so like I there's a lot of shit that I should have gotten in trouble for that I didn't. Like I was very lucky. My friend like we like I was not tame in high school, but I, like I said, I wasn't addicted to drugs. I never Wait, like kill anybody. How, I never did right. anything really insane. But how did you almost get arrested? I want to hear this. Okay. So you, you remember, did your, does your school have teacher work days where you just get off of school on a random day so teachers can catch up with all the paperwork they have to do or the grades and we shit? We might have. I don't remember because I don't give a shit about school. <laughs> okay. So in high school, we had teacher work days and they were sometimes on a Friday. And so... I was off that Friday, particularly, and a lot of my friends went to a different high school, so they had school that day, and so me and my one friend that went to my high school were like, yo, we want to go to your school to just fucking just see if we can go through the whole day and sit through class and shit and not get noticed, right? So we literally get up early in the morning, we go on the bus, everything's fine, the bus driver fucking smiles at us, we go in and sit in... um first period in the library we we even bought lunch and the one class that i was going to go to with my other friends that were there he told us that there was supposed to be a substitute that day there wasn't the fucking actual teacher came saw that we were out of place and we're like you guys need to get to class and so i was gonna be like okay cool and get out of there but my fucking friend's a moron he's like oh they don't go to this school and I was like, what the fucking shit, man? And so the teacher's like, oh, you guys get better get out of here before security comes. So like, fine, fuck it. So we leave. We're walking. And we have no ride because we took the fucking school bus. And this was probably like 30 minutes from my house. So we're about to walk home. And it's like out in the fucking country. So this is like there's nothing around past this little again? town. Like, what grade were you in? Fuck, man. I was probably a junior. I was either – I think I was like 15 or 14. Okay. And so we're walking down this fucking road, like, God damn it, now we have to take like four hours to walk home now because my, um, I don't know what my parents are doing. I think they're working and my friend's parents were also at work. So 
as soon like we we probably walk 10 minutes and then we see fucking lights behind us there's this cops because we're on this country road he's fucking speeding to us slams on his brakes and he's like you two car right now so we're like oh fuck so he picks us up in the car he takes us back into the school and i remember i don't know why i said this because like i knew i was in deep shit but like i was just like i was about to cry i was like fuck i'm in really serious trouble and so I'm sitting in the car, like on, like in the verge of tears, and I'm like, "Are we gonna get in trouble, sir?" And he was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" <laughs> like he was laughing. He's serious? like, "Yes, you are." Yeah, dude, it was it was so surreal. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. So he brings us back, and we sit in the main office. Like you guys wait here, and he goes off to go get the principal. The principal walks in. He looks so like frustrated and flustered, and he was like. You guys are so lucky we found you because if it was like a minute longer, I would have called a lockdown and you guys would be in handcuffs right now. Nice. Because we don't know who you are. We don't know if you have a weapon or anything. Like they don't take just random kids walking into school. Like they take that, they take that shit seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I guess at your time it didn't, hadn't fully settled into that attitude, I guess, maybe. No, dude, people were serious about it. We just didn't give a fuck. Like school shootings were still a hot topic back then. Um, like it was, it was, it was not a joke. You couldn't just walk into a school and you couldn't just pick up a random kid. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't right. just do that shit. Um, but yes, yeah. yeah, so like we're sitting there and he basically were like, we're calling your parents in. So we'd wait, we had to wait there an hour just awkwardly. I'm like literally fucking crying. And my, like my friends, or no, my mom picks us up and takes me and my friend home. And they're like, we'll call you and see if you're going to get charged or not. They eventually didn't charge us. They just let it go because they realized that we were really upset and we were just we weren't there to do anything but just hang out. Right? Yeah, you weren't trying to pull because <laughs> we literally we some some stupid like you weren't trying to. Yeah, we literally shoot sat in a class and bought lunch. Like that's like that's all we did was sit in a class and buy lunch. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's all we did. Kudos to the people who decided to like not convict you guys of anything because honestly, that yeah. like you're you're kind of in the right. Like I mean, yeah, you did have some complete fucking strangers trespass on the property, but like y'all weren't doing yeah. anything like bad. <laughs> Yeah, that time. But there's there's some stories I don't even know if I want to say on here. Where like I I did like pretty much like I like I said no like nothing drug or harm related. Like we didn't fuck with people. Like we just we always trespassed and fucked with things. That that's kind of more like like the dumb shit we would do. Like we would take shopping carts and go through the McDonald's drive through and like make engine sounds. Like we just do shit like that all the time. Oh um, my god. Dude, I cannot. We just fucked around, yeah. I cannot wait till I have my license and then I can just fucking drive into like a McDonald's drive-through and pull some fuck shit. Dude, another really funny story is um, you got to be careful though because once you get your license, you're gonna think you're a fucking drag star race. So <laughs> <laughs> you you got to be careful. You got to really just because, like I said, insurance rates are expensive. It's you got to be careful. You really can fucking kill yourself. Oh, dude, the insurance it rates was, in Louisiana, um, I think, are the highest in the country. I'm sure they are because everybody probably doesn't know how to fucking no, drive no down there. No, no one knows how to fucking drive down there. And all of my New Orleans um, friends would agree with me. <laughs> yeah. But I think going back to the stupid car story that I have, I wasn't there. I just heard about it. It was the Super Bowl, one of the Super Bowls. And <laughs> my friends were going to get pizza. It was like during like the after the halftime show, mm-hmm. they do like the little fucking post game analysis thing. So they're going to get pizza and it was snowing and it was really icy that day. And they get this call. I get we get this call because it took them like an hour. And we're like, where the fuck are they? And they're like, yo, we totally crashed into a pole. I'm like, what? So we're like, hold on, we're. So I right, hold on, we're coming. So we go there. 
what happened was they went to go get pizza and then they went to like there's this it was a grocery store and there's one of those things where there was behind the parking lot of this grocery store was like a, a you know like a row that you use for loading in or some parking so what they were doing is they were speeding around on that road and they tried to pull the e-brake to drift around a corner into the parking lot like you do in video games they miscalculated oh fucking fishtailed on the ice the back end of the car spun 360 and slammed in, like you know those like concrete pitted fucking light poles yeah. that are in parking lots oh. slammed into that thing but that's not even the best part the inside of the interior was like that really shitty gray suede that they had in the early 2000s and late 90s cars and the guy that was in the passenger seat had a red slurpee so the fucking slurpee went everywhere inside of the oh. car and it looked like somebody got slaughtered in there bro yeah. oh so fucking funny he told his i can't remember he told his mom another excuse because he didn't want to tell her that he fucking tried to drift in a parking lot and fishtail yeah, and hit a fucking like light some, pole. Pull some shit from a video game. Like, what the, what yeah. the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. So don't do bravado shit to impress girls or your friends because you will injure your car or yourself or kill people. Yeah, so no, I'm just going to drive it. to work, drive to church, and uh, yeah. drive to McDonald's Good old boy. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's all I go. Good boy. And I'll drive to the guitar store, too. Dude, honestly, yeah, but... that's like literally the only places I go. It's literally just work, um, the guitar store, church, the gym, and that's it. <laughs> hey, man, if you like having a routine and it's not causing you misery, don't change no, it. No, I mean, I mean, and like I also like I do it every once in a while, you know, like, hey, let's like do this or like, you know, or, or like when I have my car, I'll be like, hey, let's get a coffee at McDonald's or something. You know? And like yeah. I know the people there, so it'll be like, hey, how's it going? You know? <laughs> It's good, man. I, it's whatever you do, if you're enjoying it and keeps you out of trouble, it's good to go. I, I mean, I didn't really learn. I, mean, I guess that's probably. It doesn't sound like it's that bad in retrospect, but that's probably the one thing where it's like I need to just slow down because there's a lot of other stuff that really could have gotten in trouble for that I just did not want to deal with. And but yeah, I was, I was a shithead back then, man. Really? I, I didn't, I didn't have that much of a filter, and like I said, I was very cynical and sarcastic and. I just did not give a shit. Right. Like I said, I, I wasn't like an asshole to people. Like I wasn't, I wouldn't just walk around and just like be a problem. That wasn't me. But you know, if people, like, I talked my way out of every fight that I've ever was supposed to did be in. Did you ever in. fight like, anybody? I just, no, I've never gotten in a fight. The closest thing is like, you know, like hitting people in football and shit. That doesn't really um, count. But I, I've never, yeah, no, I've never gotten to a fight. I've usually always like befriended, like I could talk my way out of it. Like I was either like friends with the people that tried to do it or like, I would just like make a sarcastic comment that they just could not, not laugh at. So (laughs) like, I just, I just had that way about me or I could just talk my way out of shit. But I also was like super sarcastic and like if people like did something that I thought was dumb or like forced me to do shit that was lame, which is majority of high school, people just make you do dumb shit and lame shit for no reason. Yeah, because a lot um, so of it just, just doesn't matter, man. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I just I just was that way back then. Like I said, I wasn't bad. I never made people cry or anything. That wasn't me. But I just never killed I had anybody. no filter back then. Never killed anybody. Never got anybody pregnant. Hey, as long as you're doing so, those, you're, you're still doing pretty good, man. You're doing better than... <laughs> well, it's just you realize you just have to fucking calm down. Like, you can't just... you Like I said, you just end up hurting yourself more in the long run because you're just thinking of all that negative shit all the time. It just it weighs on you. It just weighs you down. Yeah, man. Um, it's not a good not look. Not a good look, bro. Just like school shooting. Not a good look, bro. <laughs> like yo you're gonna kill your classmates Ooh. <laughs> whoops yikes <laughs> sorry uh i'm not into that man 
Uh, but anyway, the most fuck shit, if you ever, do you want to hear the most fuck shit I ever pulled in school? I really do. Okay, so the most fuck shit I ever pulled in school, it was like my sophomore year. It was like one of my last classes I had in New Orleans before I, like the school year was going to end and I was never going to be there again. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go all the way out and just not give a shit. So... Um, my other friend, actually, I had, I didn't even have any planning going on. My other friend in this class with this guy where he's not old, but like he's kind of I mean, he's like 60 or something like that. He's right. really obese and like he, he has trouble like walking and getting around like he had to use the elevator and stuff like that. And he also needed a hearing aid all the time. <laughs> um, and so. He, and he also didn't really notice stuff, you know, here and there. Like, there's peripheral vision, so you could just do goofy shit in his class. So, I sat right next to the air conditioning. I saw that my friend from, like, uh, like a little ways bit in the classroom was, like, spraying, like, Axe spray everywhere. Mm. <laughs> just all over. Just, like, just all, all the way. And then I was like, hey, yo, can, can, can I have, do, you have, do you have any more? He's like, yeah, dude, I have, like, five. I was like, let's go. Oh, my God. You no, know, so I sat right next to the air conditioning, right? So I just took the axe spray he gave me, and I just sprayed it all in the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that smelled fucking awful. Oh, it did. And then eventually the, my teacher's just like, gentlemen, it reeks in here. <laughs> yeah, that is... That is mildly tamer than what I thought you were going to say. Oh, no, yeah. I never pulled, like, some... Put some duck shit in my teacher's coffee. Like, that never happened in my school. Bro. Yeah. Dude, that's not even... So, like, you tell me that story reminds me of time because my... A lot of people in my friend group, they, they just... Like, they thought, like, being, like, jackass was the best thing in the world. So, they would just, like, do really stupid shit to each other. And the one thing... It was so fucking gross that I just wanted to, like, punch my friend in the face for it was we were in a sauna, and he thought it was funny to, like, piss on the rocks of oh, a sauna. That so it was, like, so filling bad. with... Oh, oh, my God, dude. As soon as he... As soon as he did it, because, like, I didn't know what he was doing because, like, he, like, turned his body to me and he had a water bottle. So I thought he was pouring water on the rocks, but he was fucking pissing on it. And so, like, it was filling up with steam. I'm like, what the... And then we smelled it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And, like, we just, like, ran out of the sauna. Like, oh, so gross. That must have been one of the most putrid smells you ever experienced in your life. It wasn't, like, it wasn't bad. It honestly didn't smell... Like it, I mean, it's it smelled weird, but it wasn't like okay. Like, if I didn't know what it was, it'd be like, what does that smell? Yeah. yeah, it's it's not that bad. But like when we saw him doing it, and like we saw like we're getting like fucking doused in the steam from that, we're like, oh fuck oh. this. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna probably come out smelling like that if you stay in there for too long. Oh, uh, dude, I was so fucking pissed. We like jumped in the pool afterwards too. We're like, nah. <laughs> what? We're like, we'll leave your ass here, bro. Yeah. What is though the most putrid thing you've ever smelled in your life? Oh God, dude! I have a weak stomach. Don't do this thing. Oh no! <laughs> I'm trying to think. Jason has special you know, needs. It's, it's, <laughs> bro, it's bad. I used to do the dishes with a chip clip because just seeing the food sometimes would just make me. I I I can't do gross shit. Oh. I think um yeah. Probably the worst thing I think is you. Did your friends ever do the shit where you're sitting in the lunchroom and they just make the grossest concoction like all like different food and drinks and mix it into one? Oh God, I'm gagging thinking Maybe? about it. I don't really... And, like, they made somebody drink it. Oh, what did they drink? 
I don't remember, but dude, it's like mashed potatoes, Gatorade, pre- like, oh, uh, I, okay, I need to stop. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. We gotta change topics, bro. I can't oh, wait. do this. So some more fuck shit that I did in like in <sighs> like uh, middle school, bro. Um, the 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 axe spray thing that was a sophomore, but th- this shit I did in like mm. sixth grade. I remember. Um, so every day at lunch, right? You could get a free carton of milk. It was so great. You it just it was literally just a free carton of milk, and you could choose between the chocolate yeah. and the regular milk. And most people just got the chocolate, you know. So I just literally took the fucking chocolate milk and like squeezed it <laughs> really hard, <laughs> and it got like all over the wall. Did it get on people? Yeah, like- it did. I was like, I'd fucking bitch slap you, bro. I was just like, uh, oh, sorry, dude. There's been times like I hate when people do that. It's like it's like gross shit. So it's like I didn't like the taste of the chocolate milks in school. So if somebody like sprayed a carton of that on me, I'd fucking oh my god, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> oh, dude. I think the grossest thing that happened to me was I, I I this is one of those things where I was in second grade and I don't remember shit from that year but I remember like a few things and one of the things I remember I didn't I don't even remember why this happened like I was standing like we're probably like in line to go to recess or some shit and this fucking this dude got mad at me for some reason he like spit all over my glasses like right oh, on me too the shit people do I man. didn't know what to do like I didn't get angry I didn't like I just I just I froze I was oh, like dude, what the fuck just happened one time this fucking guy he slapped my pencil case from the edge of the desk and the pencil case landed on my fucking balls oh my god it hurt so bad Dude, <laughs> I was just like, what were you thinking? Like, I was so mad at him. I was like, oh. That reminds me, because, like, everybody was always hitting them. <laughs> that, that was a big thing in my school, especially on the football team. Our, like, our coaches would get so pissed like off. Like, nut tapping people? And also, yeah, we would nut tap, and we do the thing where, like, when someone's walking in front of you, they fucking, like, you kick their foot behind their other leg, and they fall or like we did the really stupid shit where you'd like you'd walk up to somebody, pretend to talk to them about something while your friend like bends down behind them and then you fucking like push him over them, <laughs> like shit like that. Dude, but like <clears throat> we just did really dumb shit like that. Talking ball shit though, that's like that's too easy though. Your favorite subgenre? Yes. Mirror mirror on the wall. Do you torture? Give me cock, cock and, and ball. torture ball. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like the fucking skeleton. You remember that shit with all like the skeleton yeah. memes? Oh, that was so great. I loved that. I miss it, people don't shit post that much anymore. I miss that era. Yes, I saw some great shit. I saw this one where it was like, <laughs> it was like a skeleton dude riding on like a flying motorcycle or something, and it said, "I deal with everything in my life, even the piss." Yeah. <laughs> I saw another one that had that same sort of tempo. It was like, listen up, liberals. I shit my pants and my wife left me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the, I saw one where it's like the guy wrote, he's like riding off, like the, the skeleton guy riding off of his motorcycle. And it's, um, say boob without the B on the end. Scariest shit ever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love, dude. Shit posts have ruined my fucking sense of humor. I knew it was bad when I was looking. Like it was, dude. Like this is not even to come across as funny on the podcast, but I think it's just, I need to say it for context. Uh, what is it? I just like. It was a picture of a like a cheeseburger that said hamburger. This just made me fucking die. <laughs> See, like, why is that so I fucking don't know, stupid? Dude, shit like, posts can be so funny sometimes, and like you don't know why. God, fucking like it's just it's, when that happened, I knew it was bad. Like I was just like, all right, I gotta fucking do something intelligent. I saw just like a picture of like a fucking tree, and it just said Wallace. <laughs> Fuck Wallace, bro. Wallace, bro. It's probably that tree that um, I can't remember where this was, but there it was. They were gonna tear down the tree, but it was a very historic. It was a very old tree, and I don't know how it happened, but somehow the the deed of the land <laughs> was willed into the name of the tree, and it just somehow the people let it slide, so they couldn't <laughs> fucking tear it down because he owned the land. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I hope that's a true story, and it's not just a fake Facebook thing that I read, but it was really funny. Um, you know, fucking shit posts ruined my, they, they just, they opened up a whole new world, but they also just made me lose brain cells. Memes, that's very true of memes in general, not just shit posts. Yeah. I think it, it's just, it, we're going to be, just, we're all going to talk in hieroglyphs pretty soon. Oh, definitely. They, my, my history teacher already brought that up. Yeah. I've seen a lot of historians and philosophers bring up that point and it's definitely going in that direction. Yeah, because, like, memes, they illustrate points in, like, this so, like, like fifth to the seventh power negative level irony that, like, <laughs> when you get it, you get it. And it's so fucking funny. But then they tell... And it's not even... I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, yeah, but, like, to most people, it's like, wait, what... Well, that's what that's, I was about to say that. I, that's what I love about it. It's not even the fact – like it's the fact that it's so unfunny and people get irritated about it or they just don't get it. Like they try really hard to understand what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why anything could be a meme. I could literally say the word channel and it's like a meme. And you could literally just put that and insert it next to like the a picture of like Markiplier or some stupid fucking YouTuber that doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the one thing that's so funny because I lo- I like it, it's it's so hilarious to me when you show something to somebody and they don't get it. I don't know why I find that so funny. Really? Like, the the best thing is I always I know my parents hate it, but every time I go visit them, I show them pictures of shit that they'll be like, "What is that?" Or do you know that person? Why are they doing that? Like they just they have they have so many questions for <laughs> yeah, it. It's like, so their fucking reactions funny. Reactions are so different because us we're just yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, there is one I don't remember what it was, but I showed my mom. She's like. <laughs> What the fuck? What is that? I don't I don't know what this is. Like she was like freaking out. She's like, "What is that?" It's the dark <laughs> web, man. I'm like, "Oh, like I'm like, you don't get it, mom. Look at the picture." She's like, "I don't understand this." <laughs> it's so out of her fucking time period, dude. It's so fucking I don't know why it kills me. I know, but it's hilarious though. Cuz uh, like it's just a testament to how much the internet is just like has fucking done, like changes the like everything. I've so every community college class that I've been through, it's they always do icebreakers, and the, they for some reason like to start off with debates. I remember I think it was a it was either like my communications class or this like general elective that I had to take. There was always they they always like p- 
pit us into two sides. Like, okay, the people that think the internet is a good thing on the left and the people that think the internet's a bad thing on the right and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. But they always had that. They always had like little debates like that. I am not one. And people always got going. I am not one to completely shit on the internet because yes, it obviously has just produced a lot of just stupid nonsense that makes people stupid and nonsensical. Um, especially yeah. like if you have an exposure to it to at an early age, like I did, you're probably not gonna have like the and I hate to sound pretentious, but like you might not have like the wisdom to realize that this shit is like deteriorating your mind, you know. But you can get attracted to the good stuff that the internet has. Like, the ability to just listen to any music from anywhere in the world whenever you want to is so awesome. Like, I can be, like, my brother was talking to me this. I could just be a fan of Brazilian music, or I could be a fan of Argentine music. It's like, you you don't have to go there to actually listen to, like, it's it's here, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I've always, I mean, my opinion, even back then and still now, was the internet is a very powerful tool. And if you don't use it, it's very dist- – or if you don't use it correctly, yeah, it's very it's destructive. Very like there's, you use it, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> you can fucking grow your business. You can become famous. You can solve murders. Like there's a bunch of really useful shit that you can learn a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah. If you know how to navigate the bullshit, there's a lot of useful skills that you can do on your own from the internet. But again, like it's the same thing with like online dating. So it's like it's not that the online dating is bad. It's the fact that like – people are bad in general so you're gonna like regardless if you meet somebody in person or from the internet like they're gonna people are gonna disappoint you yeah That's it's just, just regardless like as just as humans solely right. dependent on what you do i would say like just as humans we just tend to abuse things you know and we just take it yeah. to the extreme and we don't stop to ask ourselves like john hammond yeah. oh no sorry like ian malcolm says in jurassic park he's like yeah like you did all this cool shit with like bringing dinosaurs back but it's like you never stopped and asked yourself like should I do this? Like, maybe there's a reason that these people, that these animals are not in the city, like didn't survive to be living amongst us, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's very of that theme of just, we need to fucking slow down. Like I was saying last time. And yeah, like we, we're not taking into account, like, the ramifications and yeah. the after effects. Of yeah. It's a very pleasure now consequence later type of thing. And that's like going back. I don't want to get into it again, but going back to, you know, all the vices people have, like, spending a lot of money on shit that they don't need is a lot easier. Or, yeah, like you know, flex culture, thousands dude, of videos. Flex culture can yeah. fucking kiss my ass. Yeah. Or scams. The internet is ripe with scams for people that are unsuspecting. That's Definitely. the other thing that is very dangerous and it's very easy to do on the internet. So, like, sometimes, because, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of censorship in any form. I feel like you have to know where the bullshit is and where it stands openly. Because I feel like if you cover... Exactly. But, like, if... I feel like if you try to cover up any information, regardless if that information is harmless, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna suppress other useful information in the crossfire. I think that you have to have that stuff there, and you have to know where it is and where to avoid. You can't just, I don't like I said, I'm very anti-censorship, but also, I'm not anti-blocking spam. So those people that fucking spam, like you know, download this movie on every fucking comment post, or you know. I'm a Nigerian prince, you know, give me your bank account, I'll send you money, or people joining fucking pyramid schemes and shit, like, there's a lot of stuff that I think of that vein that it can be blocked, but I'm not really a much of censoring of information. Dude, I honestly think that porn should be banned. Like, I think porn needs to not be as abundant as it is. I feel like if people... Yeah, make it less, a lot less readily available, because, or at least you have to pay for it, because, like, yeah, because it's like, oh, it's free. But it's like, yeah, you pay for it with your fucking yeah. soul, man. Like, that shit, 
Deteri- is, it is, yeah. I think that honestly might be the biggest thing that is like just deteriorated, like de- sorry, deteriorated our modern society. So I, I kind of, I have very interesting view on this. I think because I don't have a problem with sexuality or pornography. I think that like with anything, mm-hmm. like with our culture, it's just everything is super numbing. So it's like I don't have a problem with TV and video games, but if that's literally all you do, it's super fucking destructive. But I think porn is easier to fall into that destructive mindset with how readily available it is. Also, like you can look up any sort of fetish that you have because that's why, you know, a lot of doctors or I don't know if it's doctors specifically, but a lot of um, health statistics are basically like that's why men are getting ED at such a younger age because porn is literally, you know, so strong that it's ruining their relationships with the people that they're dating. Yeah, like man, they can't I mean, get it, it up because like, it's just not as stimulating. Yes, like it just it, it yeah. completely just like it distorts the way that you look at women and like your expectations you have in terms of like relationships and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause like, I, I mean, not getting in, in too much personal information. Like I feel like I'm a pretty sexual person, but in real life, but I remember when I was younger, Dude, like Jason I was, I would, crazy, I would easy bro. <laughs> Jason's a wild no, but like, man. <laughs> no, but it's, it's healthy now because I really don't watch porn anymore because Neither do I don't I, really need to because and I don't even have a girl. Well, it's not even that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm dating somebody, so it's like I don't really need to – I don't really have to have it. I don't feel the desire, which is good because, I mean, basically, like, I don't know if people want to, don't want to admit it or not, but like, when I was in high school, I was – I'd say I'd be pretty – I was pretty addicted to it. Like, oh, yeah. Almost you know, all of us were at it, some point or still are. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, like, people are like, oh, it's because you're a teenager. It's like, no, like, I think you developed some very bad habits and damaging mindsets because you're exposed to this at such an early age. Like, I don't – like, when I think back on myself of, like, the shit that I watched and I was, like, 14 and 15, I was like, this really isn't – like, because I was never that mindset. I was like, oh, I was I was listening to this aggressive music and, like, these violent video games. So I thought, oh, it's the same thing with porn. I just know that this shit isn't real and it's just exciting because no, it's like, oh, I never – the fucking thing that makes it worse yeah. is that these are real people doing this shit. Yeah, you know? but it's very, it's very, but the point is that it's very fake the way they set it up. Like the shit that's in porn is not like, no, I mean, obviously people do it, but like, it's not it the normal worse, though. It's because these are actual people with like actual souls and like, they're not, and they're just like, literally just like so, treated as objects, you know, and are just like, I guess I should almost, you know, I guess I should specifically ask you then. So I think porn is damaging because it teaches you to have unhealthy sexual it teaches you to have very unhealthy sexual viewpoints, and I think that messes with your relationships later. But that's really where it ends for me. I don't. I feel like if you have sexual repression, that makes it worse too, because then you're missing a lot of stuff. And then if you get a little taste of that apple, then you're just gonna go fucking insane. That's why the people that grow up in super repressive households, whether it's religious or not, they can't drink, they can't do anything sexual. And then as soon as they branch out and get to college, why they either get pregnant or they overdose or they get you know alcohol poisoning. Because I think you have to have moderation. So like when I was younger, my parents they let me drink a little bit. So like they're like, here you can have a sip of this, right? And they were like, if you like, I don't have a problem with you drinking but like you do not drive and if you're ever in a situation where you're at a party or something at a house and you can't spend the night call us no matter what yeah, time they're, they're so it's just like, like don't be stupid and don't be scared to like yeah. if you're in a bad situation like we'll help you or something like that yeah. yeah and with the sex thing like my parents were kind of uncomfortable to talk mm-hmm. about it with me more so my dad than my mom but my mom like when I was dating because I was you know dating people in high school and she would always ask me if I was having sex and I was like yeah and she was like you know like I really don't want you to but I realized this is just a facet of life and just be safe like she told me like obviously like never 
do something without a condom, right? right? If I so told that's my mom my, that, my... she would literally kick me out of the house. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like my my parents instilled moderation. Like they realized that I was going to go through this eventually. So like you're supposed to introduce it safely. So I didn't feel the need when I was in college to like rebel and break out and like oh I have to drink every night or I have to fuck every person I see. Like I they grew up. They raised me with a lot of moderation, and so I'm very that's thankful good. about that. But um, with porn, I was pretty like it. Like I said, I wish I didn't watch as early as I did. But at the same time, there is value in knowing that it's really bad and knowing that you never are ever going to yeah. do it again, which is very nice. You know? Well, now I think it's fine because I, I don't feel like it damaged me to the point where it's beyond return. Like there's stuff where I, I know is bad and I, I don't think it um, sacrifices the relationship that I have now because I think it's fine. It's it's healthy in that way. Right. So, you know, I'm good now. But I just when I look back, it's like I wish I didn't go through what I did because and that's the other thing too like i don't have a problem with people making money from it it's like with any industry that's entertainment it's you have to do it with a certain amount of respect and severity like with gambling or alcohol or whatever the thing is because it's vices it's it's you know people can ruin their lives off of a lot of things like that so it just depends on how you view it that's honestly my thing but i think with porn it's very easy to get sucked into that stimulation so it's it's very difficult to be moderate with it yeah i would say Trend. But I, I don't think you should not have it. Like, I think you have to have some sort of sexual release. And I think you should know some certain things before you actually have sex with people correctly because it just saves, you know, that embarrassment or it saves you getting in trouble and it saves, you know, catching a charge <laughs> pretty well, much. I have no experience with that. So <laughs> no comment. I'm Christian. Well, I mean, you've watched it. So you. Well, that's, that's what, that, that was my question to you is like, do you think because of the religious aspect of, you know, not really supposed to do that before marriage is why that's a problem? Um, you mean in terms of my view of porn? Yeah. Um, no, not, not even that. I mean, it's just because it like just completely changes the way that you look at human beings and it's so bad, you know, and it just makes you overly sexualize everything. Yeah, I, th I think that's the problem. Like, if you look at it where, like, this is supposed to be normal and you're supposed to experience this form of euphoria every time that you, like... Because, like, sex, I, I don't know. It, to me, it's... There's different ways you can do it, but I feel like if you view the person that you are having sex with as just an object or not even that blatant, just any other way besides, you know, a person that you're with, I think is harmful. Unless it's like a role play thing. So like you both understand that it's not real and it's just to like make things more interesting. But then once that mode switches off then you're back to being loving, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like, it just depends on what you do and how you do it. I feel like if you think that any sort of reality is entranced in these sexual fantasies, I think that's where you start getting damaged. Oh, I'm Christian. If you just so. <laughs> understand that it's fucking entertainment and it's just there, for, it just it has its place, but then like it doesn't leave that place. I right. think then you can but be like fine. But like you were saying, just like the ability to just have that euphoria whenever you want is just it's it it it's soul taking. Like because it's so powerful beyond like what we. Because like, I think now society is kind of kinding to to they're starting to see like the the after effects of all of this you know because they didn't realize yeah. how bad it was going to be i think it's the, the I, I think it's just an abundance of everything though like i said i think it's just bad diet we're in a political fucking repressive state we're in a social repressive state the pandemic's happening no jesus man. um i just think there's a bunch of well yeah it's a bunch of factors i think it's just one bullshit thing after another is just causing people to fucking freak out
Yeah, but it's the other um, thing like I was talking about is just because like we just we just have it so good we just don't realize it, you know. I so I don't know I I think that to have like to me what strength means is to be able to walk into the fire and be unscathed or you get scorched a little bit but then you grow stronger or you break a bone and then it heals back stronger right. so I think that you like to to me like if you ask me what is the meaning of life I think the meaning of life is learning everything so learning strength learning civility learning anger like I feel like you have to experience everything before you die yeah. um and regardless of where you go after you die is another debate. But I think that you have to be tested and put through things and, you know, figure out what works for you and what doesn't work. So especially in a world that it's easy to see all the damages and all the, you know, sorrow. So I don't know. I I don't think that we just need to live in a society that's super clean and polished. I just think that you, no, you have less it, of the extreme shit. At the same time, shit. I don't think that, like... Christianity is not just like trying to sanitize the shit out of everything because that's not it because like I because I think people are now like I was saying they're they're kind of coming around to like the idea that like okay just because like just because like this priest is saying that porn is bad he's not being like some annoying like overly religious person it's like no he kind of has a point you know and I'm glad that people are starting to realize that. I think I think it's just difficult because I think with most modern religion they just lost credibility with a lot of people. So like it doesn't even matter if they make a good point or not. It's just going to be lost in the religious aspect. But that's what I'm saying is like regardless if you're religious or not, just you know listen to the people that actually benefit your life or you just navigate through things that actually is healthy. So um, I think but I think that does a disservice. Like I I don't like. Like I said, me not being religious myself, I don't like that we've gotten to this point where like we don't listen to any good advice from anybody because of a certain thing, or we've just been divided into these social classes, or these economic yeah, classes, fucking, or these political classes, or religious nihilist. classes. Like, like it's just not a good. There is zero national identity anymore, you know. Which honestly, I don't even care about. I just people are just not in a good spot. Like if if we were in a better position in life and we didn't have a national identity, it honestly wouldn't bother me because there'd be no reason to have one. You could just be your own self and not worry about a fucking, you know, identity. Like you could just do shit. And I think the betterment of society would just progress from that. Um, Yeah. Well, okay. So I I watched this movie recently with my parents. It's called waking that divine. Have you ever heard of it? uh, I don't think so. It's about this like tiny rural Irish town. And um, it's just kind of like a peek into that kind of lifestyle. And I'm just like, man, like all these people in this town, like they all know each other. This one guy in the movie, Ned Devine, he dies and like, you know, everyone knows. And it's like they all go out together. They all drink beer together. They all like go through shit together, you know, and they all, um, you know, they, they all go to mass and they're all, you know, they're they're all. They they go to this, the church and stuff like. That. Well, I know it's a tiny town, but um, um, mm. you know, you know, they all they all go to church and they all um, I'm losing the word. Um, oh yeah, and then, like when they play music, you know, they have songs that they all know how to sing, and they all have they have these traditions of like, oh, this song is for this occasion. Let's whip out this thing or let's play this kind of Irish kind of song. And I'm like, man, like right. these people's lives are just so much simpler, you know. Yeah, and. You know, I and that's the one thing too. I think people should be open minded about everything. Like, even if you don't agree with whatever the fuck, like you still need to take away um, something from what you're watching, learning, discovering, interacting with, because I feel like you miss all those subtleties. Like I said, you 
you can watch that and then take pieces from that to give yourself a more peaceful life. So, right, which is I, like I said, I, I feel like close mindedness is just the destructive force that just makes the world, you know, spin a little bit slower. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why it like being from this country is just, it's a blessing and a curse because you know, um, like I was saying, because we live in America, we have access to all of these different kinds of, of cultures and different things and stuff like that, but at the same time, yeah. because we have that and because we have just completely abandoned tra tradition and there's just no uh, binding thing and we're all just kind of doing our own thing and like you know there's just a lot of human necessities that we lose you know like community and stuff like that you know which isn't to say that we can start new traditions and like find communal aspects in you know other new things but I don't know. I, I I think part of my problem with having that sort of mindset was I remember going through that when I was younger and I was just so worried about, you know, what was going to happen afterwards or, you know, like if I'm living my life that I'm not going to get in trouble when I die or like I felt like I had to navigate around what was good and what was I had to stay away from. So I, it was a very uncomfortable sort of feeling. And I think nowadays when I look back, it's just like, it's just so much easier when you just do your own thing and just fucking leave other people that don't service you out of your life. And like, if they're doing shit that's negative, just, you know, just the having the power and, and the actual privilege to just not be a part of that. Like you're not stuck or bound to this person. You can just yeah. fucking walk away yeah, like at a moment's notice. People, yeah. Exactly. So like, I, I feel like I don't have to change people and I don't have to be around them. Like I can just let them do themselves and then I can do myself like it. And I can be peaceful in my own head. So I, I feel like that's the one thing that like if you, you know, navigate this world where you think the majority of it is lost and because, you know, if it's not going back to tradition or patriotism or religion or whatever the case may be, I, I feel like you just have to give yourself some peace and just let people be themselves and just do your own thing at some point. Yes, and that's what, I'm, that's what is, like I said, it's a blessing and a curse because like you, you can literally just do anything. You know, it's great. Yeah. You yeah, if you have money, you can do a lot of shit. I would say it's very difficult if you don't have money. Well, sure, sure. Um, but, but there's still you can still get money. Like <laughs> the opportunity is like, it's it's gonna be there. That's why like people that are gonna, that are telling me that like you can't get a job in America. I'm like you're you're fucking stupid. Like go to another country. Like where would you rather live? Nowhere. <laughs> Seriously. Well, you can get a job. The problem is the fucking inflation. Like, shit is getting so expensive well, yes, and yes, wages that, aren't catching that, up yes, to it. Yes, like, I can see what you're saying. But the idea that you're just like, so, like you just I'm not even saying work is like nonsense. Yeah, no, everybody. Every, I, I think, I don't know. I haven't looked at unemployment rates if they're even accurate. But, like, I don't think the majority of people don't have a job and are struggling. I think a lot of people have multiple jobs and are struggling. And, you know, you can go back and forth of, you know, what's an actual skill and what's useful labor and what, you know, people getting a degree versus people working fast food. Like there's a whole bunch of fucking talking points and rhetoric that you can go back and forth. But the I mean, the majority of the country works multiple jobs and is also living paycheck to paycheck. And, it, you know, whatever job they do, it's a massive problem. And I think it's the majority of people. It's like, I don't know if you're of this belief, but I'm just under the belief that, you know, the middle class is dying. So like the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And then they're just going to be this huge class divide because shit's getting so fucking expensive. I mean, that is just kind of that's only kind of true in the big cities of America, if you know what I'm saying. Because here, I don't really think that that's the case because Manassas is fucking booming, yeah. dude. <laughs> Manassas is doing great. <laughs> 
but that's what I'm saying. Like people are moving out of shitty states like California and um, and New York, and they're moving to other. I'm not saying this area specifically, but a lot of rural areas, and they're just driving up the cost of living and basically just pushing people out of their fucking own state. Well, yeah, because it's just not doable. To my knowledge, that's like where it's kind of happening in Texas right now. Yeah, Texas, Idaho, Montana, Arizona, North Carolina, a couple other states, but. But even so, like I said, like it's just shit's gonna get worse. Like we're gonna have a larger class divide. Stuff's gonna get more expensive. Like, but it's also too like it's not even fast food workers. It's like teachers, firefighters, paramedic. Like a lot of those guys do highly skilled and highly stressful jobs, and like they're basically in poverty. Like no, I don't think any teacher can like most of them make like thirty grand a year, especially in this area where like a shitty apartment is at least like twelve hundred bucks. It's crazy. Yeah, just but, for rents, um, not for utilities and groceries and shit. I mean, like I'm sure you've heard a lot of other people talk about this, but like it, it's, you know, because we live in a, in a capitalist society, and like even people that are trying to they try to say they're fucking communist and they're literally retarded, like all these football players and all these Hollywood fucking actors. Which I'm like, yeah, you can preach to me about communism all you want, but it's like if you're gonna do that, you need to have a pay. You have to take a pay cut. <laughs> like, don't accept this fucking million dollar salary and then to be like, oh, the poor. But you don't give fucking any of your shit. Like, I yeah, it's very tone deaf when rich people, people like criticize no, that. No, and that's why like all of the people that are like so left wing, like they are the problem. Like, you are doing all of this shit. See, like, my issue, like, looking at it objectively, right, so it's like, it doesn't even matter what system of government, because it's just a matter of greed, right? So it's like, it doesn't matter if we're capitalist, capitalist, communist, or socialist, or whatever fucking bullshit word you want to throw out. Like, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, the people that have the money and power are going to fucking hoard it, and they're going to just have a slave class, because it's just, that's how they accumulate all that wealth. So it's like, that doesn't take us switching to another system of government to fix. Well, no, because it's hard to just switch. Yeah. But like I'm saying, my ultimate point is just, and I know we've mentioned this. Well, I, I mentioned this many times on the podcast. It's just like whatever we shit, whatever shit we're going through here is like nothing compared to what other people are dealing with in the world. Because you know, it's like we have running water, we have toilet paper, we have fucking electricity, we have air conditioning. It's fucking great, you know. I. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. I honestly think we're going to get to that spot because with, like, each... Here's, like, you look around, our infrastructure is fucking failing. Like, I don't think Biden's going to do it because they don't do anything they promised they're going to say they're going to do is trying to fix our infrastructure. Like, obviously, like, the roads, the waterways, like, like, the whole shit with Texas where, like, one little snowstorm knocked out a whole fucking power grid for, like, a city or multiple cities, yeah. and it took them a while to figure that shit out. Like, our infrastructure is super fucking weak, and it doesn't take that much to disturb it. And especially with like inflation rising and like like the housing market is a fucking shithole and people are escaping these cities like homelessness is increasing rampantly like people are on more medication they're more drug addicts like we're not going to be having like we're going to be you know probably synonymous with a South American country pretty fucking soon like I don't think we're going to have a sweet ride supposedly that we're having right now like I just think yeah but people like, are waking up to the fact that how fragile our system right. is but like a lot of that comes from like it's just people sitting around and just expecting other people to do shit for them you know and it's like they're just yeah that doesn't but no but there just comes a point in your life where it's just like like you need to fucking do the shit you know yeah of course that's and that's just, never like, a good mindset like to have people like, in, like medications or they're on this or that and it's like i'm not trying to offend anybody but it's like if you wait so long for the government to do these things 
It's like it's 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 never gonna happen. Like you need to like accept the fact that it's never. They're not gonna do anything for you other than just keep you in fucking poverty. <laughs> yeah, and 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 they do that like with all the like. And it's it's like why would you want the government to run anything? Like they came around the DMV fucking properly. Literally, that's management. The, that's why the fucking postal service is awful. They'll lose your shit. Like. The fucking like the the healthcare website is atrocious. Like even people, I remember when Obamacare first came out. Like people were mad that they had to fucking like pay a fee to like they either had to get healthcare or pay a fee or a premium or whatever. But they they I think they've since changed that. But it's just like the government is not good at running social programs. They never have and they never will be. That's why they don't need to be in our fucking lives, dude. Yeah, like, it's just, it's so shitty, and it does really keep people poor, and, like, it's not even, that's, that's not even, like, a left or right-wing talking point, like, people that actually go through that shit, like, like, this is not a good system, it's easy to take advantage of, but it also just, like, it's not enough to put you into the next class, like, you're gonna be stuck in that class of whatever you are, whether it's, like, mentally ill, drug addict, poor, fucking whatever, like, you're gonna be stuck in that system forever. But, I mean, you... It will not you change. You can still get out of it. No matter though. how much money you throw at it. You can still it. get out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah you can still get out of like, it. Like you're talking about, like, like, I mean, I had my job at McDonald's, but, like, I mean, I, I just, I took a lot of time to learn a bunch of skills there and to just make myself valuable. And it's a lot of, a lot of it is just that. It's just making yourself valuable, you know? I, yeah, and I think when people hear that, because there's a lot of people that like they go through mental illness and they struggle and they can't afford medications and they try holding down jobs, but like maybe like they can't have money for a car, so having a rise of problems, they get fired because they can't. Show, like, there's a lot of shit that's against people trying to do the right thing and trying to learn valuable skills. Like, they have, there's a lot of people that have cards stacked against them for days, but. I think the one thing that when people hear like, oh, you just need to change your mindset or you just need to, you know, have a different attitude, it's it's a little bit difficult. But I think the thing that's lost in translation is that like you can do that in tandem with also being a big social reform, a big economic reform. Like I feel like that needs to happen. But, you know, like I said, because there's so much bullshit in our system, in our society, it will not help if you just sit and complain about it and do nothing right. because it'll just make it worse. Yeah, so we agree in that part. Which is, yeah, like, exactly. Well, I just, agree with the... Ex- it makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. I agree to the extent that people need to do something about it because it's super hard. Like I said, if you start off poor or from a less fortunate place, it is very, very hard to get yourself not living paycheck to paycheck or not struggling every day. Um, I think that there needs to be a lot of reform and a lot of change in our country, but I don't think that's an excuse to not do anything. Right, yeah, that, exactly, because I'm like... Could things be better? Definitely. But at the same time, it's still better than everywhere else in the fucking planet. So Yeah, and let me be very let me be very specific for the people that are like working their ass off and like they can't get to a better spot. I more mean like the like you have to change how do I put it? There's a specific way you have to think about life in order to get yourself out of a bad situation. Like if you're just going to be negatively impacting yourself every day, no matter if you're working, you know, multiple jobs or you have to take care of kids or whatever your shitty life is, it's, it's not going to, you're just always going to be, it's like, you know, like you miss all the shots you don't take. Right. So it's like, you can keep trying different things. And if nothing's working, then if the minute you stop trying, it's, you're still going to be stuck. You know what I mean? Like it's, you just got to find a way that works to navigate. And unfortunately the people that can't function without medication, and also don't want to change their mindset, there's pretty much no hope. Like it's fucked up to say, and like our system caters to that because they'd rather sell you and keep you fucking medicated. And they'd rather not have you change your mindset. But 
you're just going to be like that forever. <laughs> it's just how it's going to go. Mm. There is no, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. Well, honestly, because you're just going to be stuck in that seriously, system. Seriously, this is advice for me, from anyone who's listening to this. Like the vast majority of people in college, like you do not need to be there. Seriously, like unless it's a va- unless it's like I said, computer science, doctor, engineer, anything that you can really get a nice job out of college. Not a fucking anything with a BA is very difficult unless it's like heavily socially science, like criminology, or maybe sometimes with psychology, even though that's a very saturated. But like any art degree or any you know, unless you don't want to, unless you want to, unless you want to be a teacher, a lot of that shit is super fucking hard to find a job. And also, like I said, if you have to go through all that school and you become a college professor, you're not even going to make that money as a teacher after going through school. So you're going to be in debt for no fucking reason. You really just have to love it. Yeah, really. So, yeah, unless it's useful, then there's like college is a waste of time. Go learn a trade. Yeah, or just, I mean, yeah, it's just making yourself useful because a lot of college is not making yourself useful. Yeah, it's. Did I ever make the point on one of the previous ones where it's like, with the amount of experience that I have in this industry now, I can probably get a job anywhere versus somebody that gets, you know, right out of college with a six month or a year internship? Did we mention that before? Um, I don't think so. No. Yeah, so I, I'm a firm believer that jobs don't give a fuck. I think they more care what school you go to, but they don't give a shit about grades and they really only care more about experience. Like I said, unless you have a valuable skill like computer science or you know a language of something, then you're going to get hired regardless of experience. But if something like business or, you know, marketing specifically, it's very dependent on experience. And if you, you know, grew up with a family that has a small business or you work in a place that you do that sort of thing and you didn't go to school or you didn't finish, you probably have a higher chance of, you know, getting a higher paying job with that experience versus your college degree. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, like, a lot of people where it's like, you know, they, they, and I'm not saying this in a negative way about anyone, don't take this this way, but a lot of people that, like, you know, like, they're they're well off, you know, they they, they never have to work in college, I mean, sorry, in, in, in high school, you know, it's like they go to a nice college, never have to, like, it's, it's like they all have the money for it, they never have to get any job for that, and it's like they get out of college, like, they never even had a job before, they don't even know how to work, you know? Yeah, and it's like that's that's, that's awful. Mm. Like you need to know how to how to do at least like a McDonald's, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna bring this up, and I and for the people listening, if I brought this up before, feel free to skip it because it's the same conclusion. I just don't remember if I've talked about this before. Um, when I was working in a because like the first job that I had was working in a restaurant, so that's pretty much for you know five years, I would say or five or six years all throughout high school and a little bit into college. The one thing that I saw a lot of, and I did not want to repeat this mistake was a lot of people that worked in a restaurant had degrees in college and they were really struggling to find a job. And so a lot of them had like, I don't know, a psychology degree and they ended up working in a restaurant and then they just fucking gave up or they already had the degree and they're just stuck with this anger because they wasted all their time. So it was like bartender, real estate or no college bartender real estate that was their path (laughs) so it's like they just worked at a restaurant they're like fuck this i can't find a job and then they just go into real estate (laughs) (laughs) because they realize like all you have to do to sell houses is fucking get certified and whatever the fucking just have an inclination of fucking people over if you have that (laughs) shitting and grin mindset then you'll do well as a realtor just like being a truck driver or something like that 
that's a rough life though. I like sometimes like I when I don't want to tell you like go be a truck driver. Like that's 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 tough. That's tough on your body and it's you know the schedule is crazy, especially if you have a family. Yeah, and I like this. And also just like it just like I mean I guess it does depend on where, like the company and like how far you're making deliveries and stuff like that. Yeah, like so like that's so that's the one thing I I don't really push because like I don't think it's realistic to tell somebody that wants to get a higher paying job that's working in Russia like yeah go be a coal miner like oh no, no like. But at the same time, it's still yeah. an option, and like it's not bad. You can get a lot out of it. Well, that's so, what I'm saying, though. It's like there's like really rough jobs that you know, like a lot of people that do them are fucking admirable, and they should be paid ten times more than what they are being paid. But I don't think it's realistic to tell people to do this like dead end skill because there's a lot of trades that are dead ends, and you can't get unless you like go into the managerial side or you start owning shit. There's not really much more you can progress in those kind of jobs. Wait, what trade pays like you the most money? Is it air conditioning or? electrician um because like i know those can I, get you some bank i i would probably go the electricity route because there's a lot of skills that you can do especially with av it's also dangerous which is fuck, not that. like one oh yeah wire, you're dead oh no that's like you know those guys like the line layers that climb up on telephone poles like i think those guys make six figures if i'm not mistaken what steve did he, for a while yeah he was a but again like it was just a dangerous job and they de- like the hours are fucked and getting up so early in the morning like it just takes a toll on you I bet. Yeah. so it's like you know like having like I, I i i can place myself in that situation where it's like i'm in this really grueling job that pays me money and i'm just so miserable so like having to take a job that pays less so you literally don't fucking burn yourself out like it's crazy well, yeah that's why like um you know it's yeah it's like a six-figure job that's awesome, but it's like you know, if you don't have any time for your hobbies or like your family or anything, it's like, is it even worth it? Yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> that's between you and God. Or if it's rough on your body, True. like it's, it's like if you can't do it for that long, it's just like fuck. Oh man. yeah, if I had to like do house building or some kind of random construction for like the rest of my life, oh man. <laughs> yeah, I really, dude, I I feel for the guys that are, you know are in their forties or they're just stuck doing that every day. That's what feeds the family, man. They put their boots on and go to work. So I have mad respect um, it's, for those people. I do too. I I don't. I think it's sad because it's that. See, to me, that's an example of the system failing us. Is like having all the good in this country, but then like having people that are super hardworking and bust their ass, and like that's this is how we treat them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. That's kind of my whole point. Is not even with like lazy entitled people. It's just hardworking Americans being stuck in this system like that. I know. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. But at the and same, it's just yeah. it's nothing more but greed. Like it's just, there's no other reason but greed. Yeah, I just have it's a that problem, simple. which is like the Hollywood people, because like that's where it's literally coming from, and they're they're like, oh, well, such a problem with greed, and it's like they're literally the fucking people that are doing that. That's different though. They're just pan like that's different. They're just pandering. Like they're just doing it for whatever cred they need, or just because they're in that industry where like if they say anything remotely different, they'll never find any work. So that's just all that's there for. Right. Um. That's like I said. That's just the nature of the beast in Hollywood. But again, they have a point. It is. It is fucking greed. But again, if they're not going to do anything to change it, if they just say that just to say it. Then yeah, like you're just you're part of the system. Yeah, same like you thing are with that the thing. College professors that teach all these kids all this bullshit. It's like you guys are also doing that shit. <laughs> and they also get paid fucking extremely yes, well. Exactly. If they have tenure. Right. Right. Because, like, there's a lot of college professors that don't make that much money. Because like, I, I don't – there's a specific term for a type of professor that you are. It's, it's like, either – the only thing I can compare it to, it's, like, an employee versus a contractor. Right. Like, I, like you, there's a specific type of professor that gets paid more than another. And I don't remember what it is. But, you know, just starting out, it's kind of, you know, difficult to get your foot in the door. But once you have tenure, bro, you're fucking making bank. Yeah. 
that's the thing dude it's like that's what i'm saying like if you go to college you you might like if it's a degree that's kind of useless you might as well put yourself through the trouble and go to graduate school or try to get a phd uh yeah and be a fucking professor that's what my dad did well i mean he's not a professor i mean honestly he could be like my dad would be a great college teacher does he have his i mean obviously he probably has his master's does he have a phd i believe he does okay yeah, so once you go high up in that realm, like that, I think more doors will open for you. So I think just having a bachelor's degree with no experience will not get you anywhere. But you know, a master's or a I mean, sometimes not in teaching though. I feel like I've heard teachers bitch about like, oh, I got my master's for this, like stuff like that. But I think if you have a PhD, you can pretty much make money with whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's just like fucking how many years of your life. <laughs> like the, of, of doing that school yeah like the medical school it takes yeah. a fucking 10 years is that even worth it man yeah. like i don't know dude i a doctor is like i they're the one thing i obviously besides like me, like medicine pushing but like surgeons and shit like give those guys a couple million like because my god i know they do i think those yeah the yeah that's what i'm saying those they they deserve it if they're if they're not a fucking general practitioner, they're just, you know, giving people antibiotics for, like, little cuts and shit. Like, fuck those guys. But, like, actual, like, surgeons or people that literally spend hours doing that shit. Like, yeah. They oh, yeah. Really that's, a lot of yeah, because it's very rare. That's a very rare skill, you know. Yeah. I don't think it's that difficult to go to school for that amount of time and learn, like, medical shit to, like, recommend medication that might work for somebody. But the people that, like, have to identify, like, cancers or different types of diseases oh, yeah, and shit it's like, like that. Is this like, person going to live or insane. die? Yeah. Like, that, people yeah, that can like do that, that yeah, like, like, that's insane. That's that's very admirable, yeah. you know? Yeah, and that, that's something about, like, doctors. Like, I don't find medicine pushing a very useful skill. No, those kind of doctors can... If it's can, not life-saving. They can kiss my ass. Yeah. I, and those people think that they're so cool because, like, they're like, oh, I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're always they're yeah they're douchebags about it too. They're like, hey man, how you doing? All right, let's give you some fucking Percocet. You're good to go. See you. <laughs> like, Literally, dude. There's a story. Do you remember? Um, it was about this fucking doctor in West Virginia that got in trouble for pushing. I think it was um, what was that famous opiate? Oh my god, I'm blanking on the name. Um, fuck, what is the name? It, okay, it was a very popular painkiller that came out, and they basically lied and said that oh. You know, it's super non-addictive and they basically were, they wanted to have a, like their marketing plan was to give people an opiate for a headache. Really? Because it was, they claimed it was that non-addictive, like shit like that. And this doctor in West Virginia got in trouble. Like there's maybe, I don't know, a million or two million people or maybe like maybe a couple hundred thousands. It's a very small population. There was like millions of prescriptions of opiates in this town, <laughs> like just handing that shit out like candy. <laughs> And getting this whole fucking town addicted to painkillers. Man. <laughs> Wait, like, <coughs> fucking most, wild. like, illegal drugs, they were designed for, like, painkillers, right? Like, to, to, to I don't treat know. that I kind of stuff. I just know that or... all those hardcore drugs that take a lot of science to make, like, it's not fucking random meth heads in their basements making this shit. Oh, no, not, like, those synthetic shit, but, like, like cocaine and all that. Like, that was des- that was for treating, like, pain killer right well that's because they thought it was medicine back in the day they didn't realize all the side effects from it but the one thing that what are the side is just highly political that's sh- of cocaine yeah. um it really fucks with your heart um if you overdose on it it's just, like i said it just fucking stops your heart because it just keeps beating obviously it's probably 
Um, bad for your brain. It's probably bad for your body being in that constant like hyperness all the time. I don't really know what it does, but yeah, no, I, I know it just like it. when you're when you're coked out, it's just you know you just fucking quick to anger all the time. It's just like it's not good for your heart. It's probably bad for Have your you fucking blood pressure because it fucking. No, I've never done coke. What? I've never done like. What have you done? The only thing I've ever I've just done weed. Oh yeah, same. <laughs> I don't. But really it wanna, fucks my system. I don't like really want to go further. Like this, I don't really see why I would ever would. All I'll say is that it just makes me get panic attacks. Like I've I've tried a couple of times, and that's all I've needed to know from it. And I don't do it. I don't really even drink that much. Yeah, like I, was I, ask I you socially about that. drink. Like what, how much like do you like drinking? Because I don't like drinking at all, dude. No, not really. Like I I can't sit and drink alcohol by myself. Like it's just I can't do it. I don't like the taste really. Like there's very few alcoholic things I like the taste of, and most of them are mixed drinks because like it's like a little bit of the flavor, but. I just don't like the taste of alcohol innately, but I like, you know, like when I'm out with my bandmates or we're out doing like a social thing, like I like having a beer, even though I don't really like the taste of it that much. That's fine. I mean, the, the, um, the I like, first fourth of a bottle is like, this is kind of interesting because it's like liquid bread, basically. But then it's like, yeah. uh, like it, you get so, you're like, oh, okay, I've had way too much. I need water. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And the other thing too, like I like the feeling of being buzzed, but I don't like the feeling of being drunk. And I think I've thrown up one time in my life. Oh yeah, I know. From being alcohol, drunk is awful. I hate the feeling of being yeah, drunk. Yeah, I hate it. But like being, like you said, like being buzzed, like tipsy is like that can be fun. But yeah. it's like I love that feeling because I love I love feeling loose in a little bit. But yeah, I, I after I threw up from out, I'm like, all right, this is fucking stupid. I'm not gonna like. And people are like, oh, I'm never gonna drink again. When they're but like, I really, I was just like, I'm not. I know my Same, limits. Dude, like that, I, that, that, I'll, that happened I'll, to me. Cause like, and that's the other thing is like, I mean, I don't have like, like my tolerance to these things is really weird, dude. Cause like, um, like alcohol, especially if it's beer, it takes like three of them or four of them to like even feel like anything. So I'm like, what is the point? I've already drank so many yeah. goddamn calories. Like it's so bad for you, like. That's why you drink liquor because it gets you like buzz quicker and you can take like two shots and you're good. I'm also a light, I'm also, it depends on how your tolerance is. I'm a lightweight, so it doesn't take that much alcohol to get me buzzed. Like if I haven't eaten anything all day and I drink a beer, I'm ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Or if I ate very little. I don't know. We have to wait till we have like some group podcast where we do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I, I know my limits. I have self-control, so, like, I can drink to a point where I'm happy, then I can stop. It's not a problem. Well, right, and that's why, like, I um, can do, like you said, like, weed every once in a while, and it's great. But it's, like, I don't need to do that, not even not even every day, but, like, every week. That is still way too much. Like, you don't need that. I honestly think that weed is less harmful than alcohol, oh, and it shouldn't yeah. have been illegal. Yeah, it shouldn't have been illegal in the first place, but... The culture is really fucking annoying to me. I hate weed yes, culture. No, it's exactly. so irritating. That's why, because, like, I mean... Oh, uh, it's so I mean, cringy. I've had, I hate I've had it. I've had conversations with my mom and stuff like that, because, um, you know, my, my parents really are very anti-weed, and I, I completely understand why. But, like, I'm yeah. just kind of like... You might still have this kind of, like, anti-weed thing just because it was, like, a counterculture thing, you know? It was totally political, and it was... Like I said, the only reason—I I mean, people claim the reason why it was illegal because of the therapeutic properties that it gives you, like you know, stomach relief for people that have cancer. Um, a lot of the others, I don't know. There's a lot of other claims that people say that marijuana helps you with. I'm the, I don't no, know. I, I've, I've, like I, I do said, understand, like uh, people that are like, no, that's bullshit. Like the idea that it's healthy for you—that's nonsense. 
I'm like, well, not the fact that it's healthy, the fact that like it can help you. Like I said, like in, instead of taking this very like aggressive, you know, pill that's probably doing damage to your kidney or your liver, like you can just smoke a joint and then not feel not like I'm saying like there's like the ailments, I'm not saying it's healthy to do it. But I think it's less harmful than alcohol. I also think sugar is harmful too, but it's not as you know bad as hardcore painkillers or other opiates. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think because people like all oh, these pharmaceutical companies, it, it just basically it's going to get to the point where now it's going to be watered down and regulated and diluted to where it's not going to really have too too much of an effect on you. But it's going to be they're they're going to try to get it to the point where with other medication where it's just so fucking diluted, it doesn't really help you. Or it just gives you temporary relief or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so it can be like um, a yeah. You can just buy it in this in the shelf or something. Exactly. They can. They you know once they find once the government taxes it, they're gonna fucking find a way to make money off of it for yep. sure. Um, but yeah, I, who gives a shit about weed? I I don't know if I would do it if I didn't give me panic attacks because I just don't like the feeling of being high. I don't like that feeling of loss of control like that. And I think that's what freaks me out so much. I, I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> it's cause like, it's fun, <laughs> but obviously, you know, not all the time. Cause that's, you, you can't do that. Like you need to have like, a, you know, you need to be responsible and you'd have your job and you need to ha- have all these things in check. Cause you can't just, and obviously, you know, like, state of mind because if you're just high all the time you're not going to understand what it's like to not be and it's like your your whole like you're not going to appreciate it as much just like it comes to anything you know yeah and i think this with anything like there's a million people like fucking tons of people that smoke weed and are functional i'm just saying like i just like if you it's not for you because it's not for i just fun yeah, right. and that's fine. I just that's why I hate weed culture because they're so adamant. But every time I say that, there's like, no, bro, you haven't tried the right strain. I'm like, dude, I don't even like like even if it's a good strain, I don't like the feeling of it. Yeah, like, no, it doesn't feel like, good. It's not for everyone. When like this, pe- the fucking people from weed culture, they're like, oh, if everyone smoked, like it would just be, it'd be great. It's like not really. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm waiting for because like it feels like every five fucking years every like ten like oh like this one thing we said was good for you just kidding it's now bad for you like you know everybody switches laugh like what food you're supposed to eat and what food you yeah, aren't yeah with like oh <laughs> dude bread is bad wait no 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 not bread is bad but like just sugar but it's like no no sorry exactly. dude like actually uh, protein's bad for you <laughs> yeah like do eggs give you heart palpitations or do they give you pro like what you know so i'm I'm waiting for like this medical breakthrough like oh weed does a specific thing to one of your organs that you shouldn't do and people are like, oh fuck <laughs> all the stupid like stoners are, oh wait no yeah because you know it's fake so I'm, I'm waiting for that medical switch to be like it's not good to do in this in this amount right um i think the one thing that is consistent is like it stunts the growth of developing brains I think is the one consistent thing they can oh, say yeah. about it. That's very true. Yeah. Like if you do that but, shit when you're like, but PS, but beyond like full development, I think it doesn't do that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, do they have enough research on it? I don't know. I just kind of chalk it down to the alcohol thing. Cause when you drink alcohol, it kills your brain cells too. So if you do it all the time, you just become fucked. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, who knows, man? I mean, like you said, I mean, it just depends on, like, the person. Because, you know, like, my dad drinks alcohol almost, like, every day. But, like, you know, he wor- he works. He- he's completely functional. I never... Yeah, but he's probably not getting shit-faced every no, day. No, no, no. He's probably having a drink at dinner. No, he just has, like, a glass of wine or something like that. Yeah, that's that's not even... that's I don't even consider that drinking. That's just, like, you're fucking enjoying whatever. I'm that's talking what about, saying, like, yeah. like, part, like, going out and drinking, drinking all the time. Yeah, which I still just... I'm just, like, it's not fun, man. Like, I hate... 
I don't know about you, man. I just hate going to parties. Parties are so stupid. Of just like, or like house parties, anything. I don't. Like that. It's just like. Yeah, I don't like the parties where people just sit around and bullshit. Like, if there's got to be, like, I have to go to, like, a house show or something. Like, something music-related or dancing or right. something. Like, people, the ones where people just stand around and, like, what the fuck is this? This is so boring. No, I, you can do that when you're just bullshitting when it, when it's, like, your close friend group, you know. But you yeah, can't Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. But, like, a random house full of people I don't want to talk to. Like, I know. And, like, and, and, like, and, 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 like, the music's playing and no one's dancing. Like, fuck this. Yeah, and, this. like, you're not going to want to be yourself. You're literally just, everyone's, like, these like fucking weird kind of distorted versions of themselves that like they want to present in front of other people and it's just uh it's so gross dude <laughs> i'm christian man <laughs> you should just wear that shirt when you go to parties uh, like someone tries to talk to you like whoa read the yeah, shirt I, it just says i'm christian man <laughs> <laughs> read the shirt bro not a good look not part bro. of this lifestyle <laughs> not a good look okay yeah, like someone is just like oh, like just literally tries to just like Look at me. No, sorry. Christian, bro. Can't can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Going to hell can't fix you. Don't have time. <laughs> sorry. No, I saw, <laughs> I saw one of these shirts. It was like, it was like, um, simping, question mark. Sorry. I love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't make an acronym to every time there's like a religious like PSA. They always make an acronym of the thing they're against. Like what is one of those? Um, <laughs> I can't remember. Of course, I'm blanking, but it's like I don't know. Like, I guess tattoos, right? So it's like the Christians are against tattoos. They make like a, the acronym of tattoo to like it's 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 like what you're supposed to do instead of getting a tattoo. It's like praising like oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's just a fucking. They just make a acronym off of the thing they're hating. Oh, you, mean, you mean like an inverse <laughs> of it or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is great. Um, yeah, I think, uh, fucking, I don't know, just, people just need to fucking chill out. That's all I'm saying. It's been saying it for a while. Just chill yeah, out. Yeah, man, because, like, we have access to just fucking so much shit, man. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of the conclusion to the atmosphere for that sort of thing. I think it's a good note to end it on. Yeah, honestly. It's like there's... You guys are going to be in for a treat for this podcast because the audio is going to be not shitty this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do we want to... We're upgrading, baby. ...do new recommendations? We could end the podcast with new recommendations if you have thought of one. Like I said, like I said in the last one, got to think about it, so it'll be a surprise right, for the next I'll one. I'll tell you your next one. I'll tell yours later. Yep. Even though I, I kind of... Yep. Tell, but, yep, I need to yep. go to sleep because I... Unlike some people, I have a jet knob skin. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> Unlike you lazy commies, I get up and do nothing at my job. Yeah, that's the recurring <laughs> joke. Even though I do do stuff, but, uh, you know. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. I allegedly work and get paid a shit ton of money for it. <laughs> Hope you're well rested to fucking sit in your chair. Yep, and make a podcast about <laughs> bullshit that is not going to matter in 20 years. Exactly. Well, it matters to Jesus. Send us to aliens. So. He listens. He listens yep, hard. Yeah, dude, Jesus is the third person present. He's always there. <laughs> JC on the MC, bro. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. This was fun. Bye-bye. Bye.